Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about exploits getting addressed very quickly by BioWare. Very glad that they were able to do this as fast as they did. Uh, encouraged to see them making those quality of life adjustments so, so fast. Uh, and if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now, twitch.tv slash no to rage uh this is a great way for you to come in and join the conversation just come on and check me out if i'm not live you can always just click the follow button on my channel that's a great way to support what i do and if you're listening to this on youtube or watching on youtube a little like click and a subscription click or a share click those are free and easy ways to support the content if you're enjoying it so let's jump right into the questions i'll do my best for the flow to be good this game is a little bit more attention grabbing than destiny i'm not quite to the level of autopilot in this game like i am with destiny uh so we will we will try and get there for you guys i'll try and have this flow for you hi lono from gunthor what's your take on consumable section uh do you use them frequently or not at all I like the consumables for whenever I'm going into something that I feel like maybe is going to be a little tougher than I'm used to. So I'll give you an example. Uh, We went into a stronghold at Grandmaster 1, and I hadn't done one yet, or at least I hadn't done the one that we were about to do. So I went and I used some of my my stuff to create the uh, purple level consumable. Um, So I used some of my rare ember. And I used it to make stuff to make me a little bit tankier with my shield and my armor. And then I also used it to make myself uh, get a little bit uh, more combo damage. So I buffed my damage and I buffed my health a little bit. And I, I know it probably helped. It was like a 30, I think it was like a 30% buff. It's like 10, 20, 10, 20, 30 uh, is how it works. There's the green, then there's the blue, then there's the purple. And I made them purple. So they were the epic. I'm sorry. They weren't, uh, they weren't the rare. And, you know, I, that's what I like doing it. It doesn't feel necessary. Uh, it feels like just something, you know, extra and optional. It's almost like a modifier, you know, you can put on before going into an encounter and before doing something. Uh, and I think that's a that's kind of a nice thing. I, I don't know outside of that how often we're going to be using the consumable, the, what you do to craft them. Because people are like, no, you want to save your crafting materials, save your crafting materials. I'm like, for what though? Like, I'm grinding for loot and I have such an abundance of the of the materials. I mean, maybe the end game will really change, and I'm just not aware yet. So people may be giving me good advice. I don't use them all that often. For a while, every time I was going out, I would make I would make green ones. I would make a a green one for the shield, the armor, and then the combo damage. Just a little extra bump uh, in your damage output. You got to remember if you do that though, and you're looking at your numbers, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is this is working really well." If you forget to do it, just keep in mind like your numbers will seem inconsistent if you're not giving yourself a 10% damage buff to combos or your shield or whatever. Just keep that in mind. You know, it'll give you a false impression of how strong you are if you suddenly aren't doing it. Um, it's not that dramatic, but if you're, if you're a number cruncher, just remember that when you're looking at your numbers and your damage output, because it's, it's, uh, it can give you a false sense of power that's not actually there all the time. It's dependent upon you applying those. Recklin Kilgarin. If you don't pick up a piece of loot, is it lost or is there a postmaster type mechanic? Basically, as far as we've understood it, the top three tiers go to the postmaster if you don't pick them up. 
purple masterwork and legendary should go to the quote-unquote postmaster now i don't know if 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 that means whites and greens and blues are just lost for forever i mean i because sometimes you feel a little bit rushed and you don't get to pick everything up but generally speaking the whites greens and blues are kind of quickly cannon fodder in your in your your choices you're just dismantling them I don't necessarily know if that's a good thing, but that that should give you a little bit of comfort if you're le- if you if you end up leaving those things behind. That should give you a little bit of comfort to know that uh, you know they're not that they're not that important. You know they're not that huge. The 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 purples, the masterwork, uh, you know the epic masterwork and legendaries. Those matter way more, and that's really where the loot chase is anyway. I just got an, oh my gosh, dude, that's four. I am I'm rolling in masterworks this morning. Um, an 800 coin for completing that. Is that the coin turnover rate? Because I want to disagree with the people that said the coin turnover rate t- goes down when you get to level 30 if that's the case. 800 coin for a public event is very good. I was told that when I got to level 30, it was going to drop off dramatically. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I feel like I'm still getting coins pretty regularly. So, Next question. W. Brooks says... After the first full weekend of Anthem, how has your overall impression of the story progression, coin accumulation to cosmetic costs, and endgame content? Man, you're asking me to do a whole talk just for you. This is actually a good question. I'm just kind of teasing you. This is a good question. Uh, I thought story progression was good, and my main critique of story progression has been fixed. It has been fixed. I said that I thought the placement of the tombs mission was a mistake. It was jarring. It was halting. And it has been fixed. You will now get the four tombs mission at level three. And it will run alongside you as you're playing through the game. And you're going to just be slowly getting those boxes checked. Uh, It kind of hits you, I think, at like level 10 or 12 or something. And it brought the campaign to a screeching halt. That should not happen now. So... One of the main points that we were kind of not too uh, thrilled with, with the the pacing of the story, has been addressed prior to the actual launch of the game. And that is very, very exciting, again, to see quick action and response and quality of life injections into the game in response to the community's feedback. So give credit where credit is due. Not a lot of companies have that level of speed and that level of sort of being in tune with the community. I was very, very pleased uh, to hear that. So I, th- I think story progression is in a much better place now. And my video that hit YouTube today, that is things you need to know. I actually said to come back every time and uh, come back to, the, to, the, to the, the fort every time you come back to the fort and talk to all the NPCs that have a little speech bubble above their head. It's going to add narrative elements to your game. It's going to make the story last a little bit longer and you're going to get rhythmic injection of faction rep. So I would strongly encourage you to do that. Okay. Um, so you skipped my question. Uh, I, is this game better? Oh, I did skip your question. I'll go back to it in a little bit. I am so sorry for that. I'll go back to it. Malino. It got skipped by mistake. That was not on purpose. Uh, thank you for drawing my attention to that. So story progression is in a better place. That's my advice. Talk to all the NPCs. Every time you come back, take your time. I would say, enjoy the side quests and the, and the contracts because they have really cool story elements. I really thought the Matthias story elements were cool. If you're like me, I think a lot of people are kind of like me when they play these games. Once you're done with the campaign, you don't give a crap about narrative anymore. So don't do that. Don't. I, I skipped a lot of the side quest stuff because I thought, oh, I'll do this later. And as soon as I was done with the story, I kind of got in grind mode. 
and now I kind of don't care. And I robbed myself of a good experience, I think, by doing that. The Matthias questline is actually super creative, well done, and I have mad respect for the voice actor. He did such a good job. Uh, really, uh, no spoilers, really, really take your time, I think, with the story. Now, your other question is cosmetic cost. Totally fair. 850 for a skin is ridiculously reasonable, and the earn rate of coin seems to be very good and consistent. They, they start you with 40,000, and I ended the campaign with more than double that, and I continue to get coin at a great rate. I'm at over 110,000 at this point. Um, and I guess cosmetics are going to start dropping in the game. Uh, as like a as like a loot drop, so that'll be something that you can enjoy if you don't feel like buying them. And I feel like the coin earn rate is is totally uh, totally fine and good. And then the end game content feels good, especially now that they patch the exploits and people are going to actually have to patch uh, to you know to engage with the content and not freaking cheese it and cheat their way uh, into the end game. So very very happy to see them make those changes again. Their quick response to quality of life changes and needs uh, is very encouraging for the longevity of this game. It gives me a lot of confidence. It does. It gives me a whole lot of confidence in this game doing well long term. So now to go back to Malino's question that, you know, how do I feel about this game versus the demo? It, it still has some of the issues from the demo, but there's a ton of great things they're changing for the day one 22nd. Uh, that laundry list of stuff got leaked. And uh, it's looking very, very good. One of my main frustrations with the Colossus, for example, was that he can't bring his shield out fast enough after doing certain activities. They are fixing that for the day one patch. Day one, they are giving him a quicker shield uh, equip time after he's done shooting a gun or doing an ability. And that is enormously good to hear. Again, they're listening to community feedback and making those pivots. If I can say one thing about the quality of Anthem and a concern that I have is that I do think the deadline is the enemy here. I think they have a wonderful game with rough edges and I think the deadline is the reason for those rough edges. If they had another two months or so to, to really polish this game and to let people kind of know life it and expose the, the some of the earn rates seem a little wonky and a little too generous I think the game would be in much better shape now Destiny 1 vanilla Destiny 2 vanilla and Division 1 vanilla were all very rough starts that got significantly better this game's having a rough start but it's in a thousand times better shape than Destiny 1 and 2 and Division 1 vanilla all those games in their vanilla state were arguably terrible this game has rough edges but at its core i think is very strong so i'm 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 encouraged by their quick response and quality of life changes that are already on the horizon their plan for events their plan for trickle and their roadmap gives me a lot of hope now i want to own my bias okay i have not had near the amount of glitches and bugs as other people okay that's affecting my judgment there are people who have had a much worse experience than me. They have run into far more bugs and problems. And I want to honor their criticism and say that we hope those things get fixed very fast and very soon because it is damaging to the experience of the player and not a good thing. So I don't want to act like there's nothing wrong with the game. I don't want to act like the game is perfect. I want to own my bias and try to be honest and fair. I haven't had the issues that lots of other people have had. Keep in mind, bugs and quality of life issues are being fixed very quickly, and those are not reasons to avoid the game and not buy the game, especially at the rate at which they're fixing things. If anything, 
you know, the fact that they're owning the problems and saying, okay, we're going to fix these things. We're working on these things. We're trying to blah, 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 blah. That should give you a lot of confidence as a consumer. And not that the game is perfect, but that they're committed to bettering it and responding to our feedback. Feedback in, in what seems to be very, very quick uh, succession. So I'm encouraged and I'm hopeful. I'm never going to tell you to pre-order or buy. I'm just going to point out what I think is good, bad, and let you decide. Azuma Kazuma. Should there be a stun resist stat on gear and anthem? Uh, I think they should just take about 80% of the stunning that happens. I think they should just take it out of the game. I don't think it's needed. I think the enemies do enough damage and do enough damage attacks uh, that we don't need to constantly be stunned. Um, stun lock is a problem and it needs looked at. Animations on the Colossus abilities need looked at. It's good to see them responding and saying, okay, we're, um, we're going to give you you know, a, a quicker response time of getting the shield out. Like, that's exciting to see and hear, because I think that's really, really important. I got my first legendary! Um, sorry. I'm very excited. That's my first one. I didn't want to jump the gun. I thought I saw it when it came out. Uh, I got my first legendary. We'll wait. We'll wait. I'm gonna make you guys wait. I'm not gonna go check it out now. I'm not gonna go check it out. I'm gonna make you wait. I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a pleasure delayer. You can't. You can't. You don't get to see it right now. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna romance you a little bit. Okay. <laughs> By the way, if you're new to the stream and you're enjoying the content, okay, uh, I appreciate the support so much. I'm very excited about this game and to see the support and where the directory is going gives me a lot of hope. And I thank you for hanging out today. If you're enjoying this style of content, please click the follow button. That helps me out a ton. I never ask for subs or do sub drives or subathons, but if you click the follow button and the heart button. That's super, super helpful. So thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for seven months, Helios. Um, so, no, I don't think we need stun resist. I think the stunning animations and the amount of stun in the game is excessive and unnecessary. Uh, I think it hurts the flow of combat unnecessarily. And I would leave this, I'd love to see a lot of the stunning animations and stunning to be practically removed from the game. I don't think it's necessary. I think it's going to become extremely problematic in the end game with the amount of damage that the enemy can output. Uh, you're not going to want to have folks basically stuck and dying because they can't respond to what you're doing to them. Uh, I think that's a da- I think that's a danger of hurting uh, the end game content. Uh, significantly and I worry about that being the primary means of pain as opposed to you coming up with strategies and placement and intelligence and and doing you know oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna stand here I'm gonna do this combo and then I'm gonna respond then I'm gonna stay alive and I'm gonna do this and blah 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 like I, I I worry I worry about that being the primary means of challenge in the end game because um, I want to take damage because I make a mistake. I don't want to lose all my health because of stun lock. I think there's a significant difference between natural and organic pain. There's a huge difference between natural and organic pain and artificial pain. And I believe stun lock is artificial pain. So, Sir Uncle, should EA have made an embargo uh, for the 22nd launch of Anthem over the 15th launch since the quality of life and patch won't hit until then? I mean... An embargo, basically, uh, I don't think embargo would have been good for co- for consumer confidence, because embargoes basically say, "Hey, come and play our game, but don't say a dadgum word about it," because they're like scared. There are people that do like forty-eight hour embargoes on games, right? Forty-eight hour embargoes. 
you buy the game and play the game the public can see the game but as a but as an outlet like review outlets they're not allowed right they get a day of early access so they can really plow through and get a lot done and then they basically say you can't submit your review until like 48 hours after launch so i an embargo i don't think gives gives confidence to the consumer not to mention i guess you're saying nobody could stream it either. I, I don't know. I think that I think they benefited greatly from letting a bunch of us play and stream and provide feedback. It's not an accident, okay? I don't have delusions of grandeur here, but it's not an accident that things that myself and MTash and Datto and others, other big streamers, I don't consider myself a big streamer, but I, I try to put out what I think is helpful feedback. And provide a place for healthy community discussion like we're doing right now, right? I try and provide that for the community because I think it's important for the symbiotic relationship that we have between games. But I don't think it's an accident that a lot of the things we mentioned the last week are getting fixed, like, already. I don't think it's an accident. I think they wanted to see, like, okay, throw the game to the wolves and let them rip it up. And then we'll try and patch things back together to make things, you know, to make things better. I... I don't think that an embargo would have been a good idea. I think there was already a lot of trepidation in the community, a lot of apprehension. People were like, I don't know, man, it's EA. I don't know, dude, microtransactions. I don't know. I saw a video that said this. I saw that this. It's going to be huge. Sorry, I didn't mean to turn into Trump there. But I, I think that this is going to benefit the game. It's benefiting the consumer. I think people got, got bent out of shape because they couldn't play, and they got blinded by FOMO. FOMO is feeling of missing out. F-O-M-O. I think people got blinded by FOMO. Feeling of missing out. Oh, I can't play. This isn't fair. This is dumb. This is stupid. This is bad for the consumer. And then when they slowed down and really thought about it, and you're really taking taking the big picture, you're benefiting from this. Everybody but people on the PlayStation could try the game for $5. Almost no AAA games lets you do that. Almost none. And, and you're going to hit the ground running on the 22nd and be the benefactor for people basically, you know, beta testing the game for a week, right? And we signed up for that willingly. We knew what we were signing up for. We knew there were going to be rough edges, you know, the beta, the beta, the beta had its, its issues. And I didn't, I wasn't like under some impression that like we were going to get a, a, a version of the game that was a hundred percent different. This is essentially what we played at the capture event. And I said I felt like the capture event was slightly more polished. It had some things that were better, some things that ran smoother, and some things that were, you know, had clearly been improved. But, you know, I think that the game has benefited from this. And I think to a certain extent, if you if you if you got to play this game for five dollars and you tried it out and it gave you confidence or it didn't give you confidence, don't you think that's gonna kinda spoil you for future game releases? What if there's a game coming out and you're like, I don't know about this game, I don't know if this game's any good. Can I try it for $5? The company's going to be like, what are you talking about? No. Buy it for 60 or shut the frick up. Right? Or watch it on Twitch. You know, oh, if I watch it on Twitch, I can't play. Well, yeah, that's right. You can't. So, like, I, I honestly feel like the consumer is benefiting and the, ga- and the gaming community is benefiting from this uh, greatly. So. The Hot Like Robot. Hot Like Robot says, How would you feel if they change Masterworks to be less static Similar to Borderlands 2, where gun stats can change completely, making it unique and find a new uh, gun in the game. Well, you're inventing something that's not in the game right now. You're basically saying, why not make Masterworks, like, epic? I mean, they'd have to go in and... I mean, the amount of work they'd have to do to do that. 
right? They've created a system where masterworks feed the legendaries. You know, a masterwork basically turns into a legendary. It has it has the name, it has the stats, but it's better and it looks cooler and it's stronger. Higher, you know, it's better for your gear score, uh, etc. So, I mean, I think what you're saying is getting at what I said a little bit ago when I said they should have just gotten more capital out of their blues and their purples, right? Because if you had to play a whole lot longer, I love the scenery in this game, by the way. Like, just look at this use of four mid and background. The foreground, the mid, and the background. Just, I I don't know, man. I love the way this game looks and feels. I really do. Not, I'm not being a fanboy at all. Like, it really reminds me of some of my favorite games, Uncharted 4 and Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, just the the scope and size and the way that it feels. I uh, I really do enjoy the look and feel of this game. Free play is one of my favorite things to do. You just discover these really cool areas and structures and stuff. And I hope the I hope the I hope the 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 events and things they do are really exciting and fun because it's going to take you you know out into the environments and the free play and the cataclysms and stuff. I I don't know. I do. I, I like the I like the game. I like the environments. This will be good live with 18 months. Gotta love cumulative subs, dude. A one-month streak, but you get an 18-month credit. I love that. I'm so glad for cumulative badges, dude. Thanks for all the support, man. That's a lot of that's a lot of months, and I'm glad you get credit for all of them. Welcome back. Um. So, I I to 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 capstone this question and move on. I think they would have been better served by making purples and blues got another masterwork purples and blues last quite a bit longer because now that i'm in the masterwork grind i I wish i would have taken a little bit longer to you know to get here i'm just thinking in terms of like i said similar things about destiny i said similar things about loot pursuit games before i think they're better served by stretching out their capital you create all this white, green, and blue gear, and it is, I mean, it is cannon fodder. Like, going through a wood chipper and back out the other end, just just spitting it out on the other end. Dismantle, dismantle, dismantle. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't think that's good. I think that you you spend a lot of time developing content, gear, and, 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 and cool-looking dope stuff, and uh, I don't know. I think you kind of disrespect your own work when you make it, you know, tissue paper above a flame. It's just, woof, it's gone. Uh, and done with. I don't. I don't think that's a good use of your capital. I know every game is different, and I know sometimes the intentionality is to get you to the end game. But that's just that's just my opinion. Now pushback. Let's give some pushback on what I just said. Let's be fair and let's be measured and nuanced. I think people would sometimes give fair pushback and say, "Well, Lono, the average player, another masterwork, the average player, right? The more common player. I'm at loot limit. You guys are going to get your wish." You're going to get your wish. we got to end and you can see the legendary. You know, the average player, Lono, if you make purples and blues and greens stretch way, way out, they're, they're going to they're gonna take forever to feel a sense of progression, and that's bad. And the structure of difficulty means the hardcore players get to live in Grandmaster 1, 2, and 3, and that becomes their loot circle. The loot circle in the low tiers really doesn't matter to them, but it does matter to the progression and the feeling of the more casual player. I think that's a fair and measured way of looking at it. My opinion can land on the game, and they could maybe consider stretching out the the longevity of capital a little bit, but you also have to consider the common man. He's going to buy the game and want to kick his feet up and relax. She's going to put the kids to sleep and want to play. You know, you're going to put down your college assignment. You're going to want to put in some hours and get some that that feeling of progression. You don't want to feel like you're, you know, nothing is getting accomplished. 
If you're listening to this in the audio formats or the video formats, I'm going to do my best to not make this take too long, but we, we do want to look at the loot. We got a Masterwork Grenade Launcher called Balm of Gav- 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 Gavinicus. Uh, hitting two enemies restores 25% armor. Uh, and it's a mine that you can detonate. I, I, don't, I, don't, I never really got the mines to feel strong. I, I don't know. We'll see. So that looks cool, though. I've not seen that before. Uh, we got another masterwork grenade launcher called Sentinel's Vengeance. It detonates an area acid effect on a small uh, hit streak, um, and the grenade sticks to the enemy. So that seems cool because you could target a major, maybe, and it would create an acid area around them. That would be nice because you can get the hit streak easy on a major because you can stick them to them. So that sounds fun. I'm actually going to probably use that one because I'm not using my other weapon. Uh, Cycle of Pain. We got a light machine gun. Weak point hits increase weapon fire rate by 10% for 10 seconds. It stacks up to 10. Um, that sounds awesome. Uh, that sounds really cool. <laughs> like it's just it's going to shoot faster and faster. Sounds a little bit like a breakneck from uh, Destiny. Uh, another masterwork here. It is a Titan's Hail. Burst Mortar can now trigger explosive combos. <gasps> oh, that just tr- it turns it into a detonator. It turns the Burst Mortar into a det. That's really, really awesome. Upgrade Burst Mortar special shells burst across a wide area. Oh my gosh, this is we're getting some great loot here to try different builds. Uh, we got Rubium Furnace again. Applying this effect to two enemies refills the charge. Uh, we have to compare. It's all LMG. A 5% and a 20% for LMG damage, 90% ammo. So I could pair that with that LMG I just got. Um, and Marksman Rifle, who really cares about that ammo? But that, because that's not really fit for this build. So I'll have to compare that flavor text, the uh, inscriptions to the other. We've gotten this one before too. Soothing Touch hits reduce recoil by 50%. It stacks up to three for five seconds. Uh, it does sniper, LMG, support, and grenade launcher buffs. So that doesn't seem to be that synergistic with it being a marksman rifle. And here is the legendary Radiant Fortress. Hitting eight shots in a single burst recharges shields by 35%. It has a weapon 30% aim, reload time. It has pickup radius and critical damage. This thing looks really nice. Um, It's a legendary shotgun that will, I guess, turn you into it. This is perfect for a Colossus. Hitting eight shots heals you. Um, It shoots really slow, says somebody. Okay, well, that might be one of the reasons you might not like it all that much. Uh, so we'll have to just see. Seems nice. Uh, you have to charge it up. Okay, okay. It's got the right colors, though. It's got the right colors. Okay, so I'm just gonna start deleting stuff while I take the next question. Uh, Icajun. Thoughts on crafting material and cosmetics being tied to the same currency in Anthem? Um... I don't necessarily have a problem with that because I think what happens sometimes in games like this is you get too much currency for your own good and it becomes difficult to keep it all straight. I think when you have an abundance of currency because the currency is uni- you know uniform, I'm basically just dismantling like crazy and I'm getting all the different cu- you know all the different currencies needed. I think they've actually got a very good currency system. Now, talk to me in two months there may be issues with overabundance or currency drought it could go one you know one direction or the other so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speak definitively about it but it seems like for now it's kind of good to have a currency that is uh, you know uniform because i think it does create that simplistic nature of you have a ton of it and you use it pretty much anytime you're doing anything whether you're crafting uh, investing in you know the consumables 
or anything else. Like, I don't necessarily feel like it's a problem that the that the currency is uniform. I think if anything, it might actually be a benefit because then what they can do is is they can say, okay, this particular action's too easy to perform because of the abundance of the currency. Let's make it a little bit more expensive. Or people are getting this currency too much from X, Y, and Z activity. You know, they can slow the drop rate a little bit. I think it's easier to adjust currency rates when there's one or two currencies and not a bunch, right? I think it gets confusing and you got spaghetti code you got all these things interwoven and it's like well if you do this you get more of this if you do that you get more of that well now I don't have any of this because I haven't been doing X Y or Z activity so you gotta be careful I think with some of that um just because it is uh I don't know I think there's a danger in in really really overcomplicating things I don't know which gun I want to use. That grenade launcher actually sounded really, really fun. So I think I'm going to try the grenade launcher that uh, detonates an area of acid on a small hit streak. I want to try that. That sounds fun. Uh, I want to try the burst mortar now that it uh, detonates because that sounds like it might be kind of cool. And I can pair that with my my, the, 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 the primer that I have now. That lightning coil, though, that I was using did seem unbelievably strong so we're in uh we're in good shape right now we've got a really really good system going we've got a really good build i am uh i'm liking it i'm liking i'm liking that feeling of reward and that feeling of getting stuff it's good um uh musty 34 my gear is 420 uh doing grandmaster one and i'm still getting one shotted is that as intended well, here's the question you have to answer, Musty. I'm going to go back into the forge, and I'm going to give you some advice, okay? And if you're listening to this, you're not going to be able to see what I'm showing him, but I'll try and talk through it so the audio version is still beneficial, okay? You're 420. I'm 440. What you're going to want to do is go to your components and make sure you're not stacked with a bunch of universal components. As you can see here, these are all specific to the Colossus and they give massive amounts of armor and shield. A lot of the times, if you're just looking at the number, right? If you're looking at, oh, it's a 36, oh, it's a purple... Right here is a perfect example. This is an epic universal component. It is shield reinforcement. Sure, it gives me 1131 on my shield, but my armor reinforcement is only 113, as opposed to my Colossus component, specific, not universal, gives me 2828. So I would go look at your components. If your components look good, then maybe you're just playing foolishly or maybe too aggressively maybe you're not moving enough maybe you're playing two boots on the ground maybe you're not dodging enough this is not a boots on the ground game you need to be on the move in the air dodging etc if you're playing as a colossus he is kind of tough sometimes uh to feel tanky because some of the enemies do hit pretty hard make sure you're not just standing out in the open make sure you're another good thing you can do is stay close to your buddies Solo aggro is a severe, severe problem. Uh, Solo aggro can really, really hurt you. And what I mean by solo aggro is if you're the only person kind of going in and charging in, that's going to lead to you getting shot by six people instead of like two people. Because if you're the only one standing in a particular line of sight and the enemies have nobody else to look at, they're going to shoot you. 
You got turrets that can shoot you long range. You've got snipers. You've got guys with shotguns. You've got all kind of things. You've got the guys with the seeker mines. So don't get stuck in solo aggro patterns. Don't be by yourself. Even if your buddies are nearby, if you're the only person sort of in the funnel, you're going to put yourself at the bottom of a barrel and be a fish that you can just get in shot. So that would be some of my advice check your mod components to make sure they're not universal and they're targeted for your particular javelin stay on the move don't be don't be stagnant don't be standing still and stay with your team so that aggro gets split up and you're just doing more damage together in combos etc reckless gambit how confident are we in their capabilities to make regular and consistent content updates what are your expectations and do we feel they're able to meet them um their quality of life update game is on freaking point. I've never played a game that makes adjustments this fast, except for maybe Fortnite, but I don't like to give Fortnite a lot of credit because they spilled the milk and cleaned it up quickly. Like, I don't really care. I don't really care if you keep making mistakes and putting in bad decisions in your game and then quickly fixing it. You don't get a ton of credit for that. In this game, game's not out yet fully and they're finding issues that need addressed. They're not making updates that are causing the problems. Do you see the difference? Fortnite would be like, hey, we updated stuff and then like a day later they're like, oh frick, sorry, and they'd fix it. So, I mean, props to Epic for quick response, but they were the ones typically that caused the problems. The floating weapons, the too much damage, the broken sound, the pop-in, all those things they kept doing to Fortnite. That was their fault. In this situation, the community's playing the game and saying, hey, this feels off. This isn't working quite right. This is glitchy. This is poorly paced. And they're saying, okay, fixed, fixed, gonna be fixed. Oh, and uh, and that's fixed too. Hey, people are exploiting this thing. No problem. Spend 24 hours. It's fixed. And then another 24 hours is gonna go by and people are gonna be like, it's still pretty excessive. People are still doing it. No problem. And then they can lower it. I wouldn't be surprised if they lower the drop rate of the chest, chest on me, uh, the world chest get nerfed because of the fact that people are still doing the chest farm and getting, you know, fairly rewarded for it. So, my confidence in quality of life is is super high. Like I'm 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 very pleased with what's been happening so far. And I've never had a community and a game company engage with me so much. I've got more engagement from BioWare in a month than I've gotten from Bungie in 4 years, okay? As someone that was consistently streaming Destiny 2, top of the directory, here for the community, doing Q&A, I did over 200 videos before their, their, their summit, okay? I've gotten more engagement from Bioware in a month than I got from Bungie in four years, and I'm not alone in that, okay? I'm not. And I'm not the only one they're engaging with. I'm not getting special treatment because I'm a content creator. Viewers... People that are just a fan on Twitter, they're interacting with everybody. They're responding to the community. They're answering tweets. They're responding to you guys. So, like, follow them on Twitter. Interact with them. Respond to them. They're on point. They even joked with Chevy last night on a tweet just to be fun, just to create that cool feel, that camaraderie. It's a cool thing to see. Now, the second part of your question, what about the contents and the updates? What about the, you know, the additions? I happen to think a game that can make really fast quality of life updates and then tomorrow there's going to be a world event. I have very high hopes for this game's rhythm. I do. I have very high hopes for this game's rhythm. They're able to make these changes so fast, that means they can probably add things to the game and the world pretty fast too for us. Freaking Gemini Christmas! I got another one! I'm not complaining, but 
they need to they need to lower the drop rate even more that's still working that's still too efficient I should I should be rarely seeing those um so yeah I'm 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 confident I am now again hear what I'm saying okay hear what I'm saying before people start running to YouTube comments to be like what a shill what a marketer for the game okay thank you for parroting the same garbage that you know has been parroted before um we all know that you know people think that we're just defending the game because we want you to buy it I not once told you to pre-order or buy the game I'm saying I'm confident in the future I'm confident in the rhythms Uh, I think that I see things I see good things so that's my right that's my confidence and that can either communicate confidence to you or make you say no or make you say yes like it's up to you as the consumer to decide if everything I highlighted is good enough for you and then you got to make the call. So, yeah, he's an EA insider, which means he's on the board of directors now. Right, right. They flew me to San Francisco for a capture event and fed me some food, and that means I am, uh, <laughs> I'm automatically, I'm automatically on the board of directors now, dude. I've got shares in the company. Uh, they're 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 airdropping me a Lamborghini later today. Uh, as long as I promote the game and say that it's good. I'm being sarcastic. None of those things are true. Uh, I missed a drop. Aw. Zom SGM says, do you think further down the road Anthem could benefit from further playstyle customization like changing your ultimate or melee ability? Yes, and I think those are very likely things to happen. I think those are very likely to have happened. Um, don't worry, Chevy. You'll get your Lambo too. They tweeted at you, and and you're a content creator and you're a streamer, so the, you're getting you're getting a car and 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 bundles of cash. Um, I I actually think they're the 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 javelins are intentionally reined in. I think they're intentionally reined in. I think that the fact that the Rangers melee can prime and everybody else's debts. I think all these things point to. Uh, them changing things in the future. I could see the... These are just ideas, right? I, I don't work for the company. I could see the Javelin... I'm um, sorry, the Colossus. I could see the Colossus getting a sword in the future instead of a shield. I could see the, the, the Colossus getting hand cannons or pistols that can be equipped and used alongside of the shield. Like, that could be a legendary pistol, right? Can be equipped along with having the shield out, just like we saw in the cutscene. These are all things I could see them doing. I could see them changing ultimates. I could see them doing all those things. You suddenly have all new abilities, right? That means every season there could be new things to go do, but new ways to play and new things to new things to try out, you know? Listen, Bioware... If you want to bring me on as a consultant, I've got good ideas. I played Destiny for four years. So I've got lots of ideas for gear and longevity. I'm sure they do too. So I think they could do a lot of cool things. They've already said there's plans to do new javelins, new ultimates. So none of none of what I'm saying is that far outside of the realm of possibility, given that they've already indicated those things are possible. Uh, the furry mammal. Do you think they should add a healing javelin? No, this has been addressed. They don't want to do a healing javelin. I'm going to tell you why it probably wouldn't work. Uh, The agility, the action, the forward momentum, the constant moving and dodging, it would be tough, I think, to be support. I also think being support would get boring very, very fast. The combos are incredibly satisfying. They're very satisfying. And I think the downshift to gear 
you know, to first gear of like, you gotta sit back and do status effects and heal your team, you'd get bored very, very quickly. You go from a Colossus and seeing the word combo pop up like a thousand times in an hour, and you go to somebody that's like healing folks. I just think it would be hard to keep up with people like right now, okay? Let's just let watch this fight. Like I- I'm gonna follow Vreek, right? I'm gonna try and keep him healthy, right? He's fighting. He's fighting. Okay, so now he's fighting. I'm healing him right now, okay? Let's just pretend I'm healing Vreek. I, I just don't think it works for the style of play. I kind of feel like oh, and he's gone. He's already gone. Oh, he's over here. I don't know. I I feel like you'd get worn out. You'd just be constantly kind of on chase. So now. What could they do? What could they, could they do another javelin? I think they could. I think they could do a barbarian. I think they could do a guy with two big melees. So kind of take the interceptor and 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 the colossus and kind of combine him. Do a barbarian. He's tanky, but he's melee based and he takes big big swings with these axes and maybe his ult is that he spins around and does like a tornado thing with with his axes and he's awesome. And maybe he gets I don't know. Maybe he gets a chainsaw instead of a grenade launcher. I don't know. I'm literally just throwing out ideas. I think there's possibilities and there's things they could do. I think right now, the primary thing we want to see is investment in the current javelins. Uh, because I think they're really, really fun. And I think the next couple of you know months and content ads, if they, uh, if they can create an environment where people feel that they're they're investing in in the the guys that they love then i think people can really really start to enjoy the game i'm gonna try and see if i can get that acid cloud to proc over there i think this thing's better suited for like a tank in front of you that you can just dump the rounds into so i'm gonna have to try it when there's actually somebody to do that too uh you have to get like a triple hit with this grenade launcher to have it proc and these guys are probably all gonna be too weak um, oh, it does a triple every time you shoot. So yeah, I'm gonna have to try and gut bust somebody with this thing. Um, it's not really built for how I'm using it right now. It's just slow as frick too. That guy dodged them. Next question: Honey Badger says. Uh, Honey Badger says, "How do you feel about content creators on Twitch exploiting the chess and then giving a bad review, saying that there is no end game, or like YouTubers only playing the 10-hour trial and doing the same, complaining about the game bugs?" Here's something you're going to learn really, really quickly about content creators, okay? They're just as rash and as irritable and as human as you are. So I don't think they're doing anything that strikes me as that abnormal in the realm of human behavior and gamers that I've interacted with since I was like eight years old, okay? That was a long freaking time ago. I'm ancient, all right? I'm in my 30s. Holy moly, right? So I've been a gamer for a really, really long time. And I mean, I come from the I come from the era of true gaming. I come from Coleco and Nintendo and Dreamcast and Quake 2 and Quake 3. Like, I come from the era of the games that formed the games you're playing today, okay? So I've watched gamer behavior for a really, really long time. And I don't think content creators are doing anything holy what the frick that was the effect um i don't think content creators are doing anything that is beyond what they've what people do all the time right they always do this gamers take shortcuts and then complain about not having enough stuff 
uh, gamers rush through content and then turn around and say it was too short. So, content creators that are literally doing an exploit and a cheese to shorten the end game while saying there's no end game, sure, it's funny and ironic and kind of silly, but it's kind of what gamers do. That's why I said gamers are kind of our own worst enemy, and I'll tell you why this happens. Basically, a game as a hobby kind of becomes a source for some people of it's just a transaction. It's sort of cold. And I think content creators are more likely to fall into this danger. So what happens is content creator A wants to make videos about the guns in the game. That is a drive they have that to a certain degree is corrupting their aims in the game, right? They are saying, you know what? I want to get this thing. I want to get, you know, I want to get these guns so I can make these videos. And if you're a YouTuber, you know, the quicker you get the video up with the thumbnail, with the hashtags, the more clicks you're going to get. And if this is your livelihood, this is the world that you live in. This is what you have to uh, deal with. So I don't think it, I mean, I think it makes perfect sense for people to do the things that they're doing. Am I defending them and justifying it? No, I think it's bad for the game. I think it's bad for their experience. I was concerned about the exploits being bad for both the community at large as well as the directory. But I think I'm a whole lot less judgmental of people when I understand them. Does that make sense? I have a legendary right there, I think. Oh my gosh, my RNG is stupid today. I think that was a legend. Yes, that was a legendary. Um, gee, many Christmas. So, I think when I understand people, I just, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not as quick to judge them. I'm not gonna throw my friend MTash under the bus and be like, I can't believe Mike was doing the cheese because he kind of has to, he's a YouTuber, and if he doesn't do it, somebody else will do it anyway and make videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand where he's coming from, and I'm not gonna be like, dude, can't believe this guy. Like... I didn't like it. I was I was I was not speaking necessarily against the content creators. What I said most of the day yesterday was, "Man, I really wish they would have kept Grandmaster 2 and 3 launched uh, locked at launch." Right? I didn't say, "Man, I wish these douchebags would stop doing this." I was like, "I really wish they would have locked Grandmaster 2 and 3 at launch. People would have cheesed Grandmaster 1, GM 1, and then they would have learned and Pitman pivoted." And guess what? BioWare did exactly what they needed to do. They saw the problem and they and they remedied it. Now they didn't remedy it completely, right? Because people are still getting like a really really decent turnover rate on Grandmaster Three non-event chests when they go into free play, and you know that needs that's going to need to be looked at. But again, since they can make these changes on the fly, I wouldn't be surprised if tonight they say something to the effect of, "Hey, we ran the numbers. People are still getting what feels like an un, uh, you know an unnatural amount of Grandmaster stuff from free play chests. We lowered the spawn rate even more." Personally, I would just say chests in the wild that are not event based can only drop materials and and up to purple gear up to purple gear and only materials that would be the change i would implement if i'm in charge i'm not in charge but when as as many looters as i played as many loot pursuit games as i played i really don't think you're unless you completely demolish the drop rate it's going to be super super easy to say 
you know, I'm still getting a better drop rate than from Grandmaster 1 Strongholds. I can literally open chest at at such a good rate of farm. I mean, they're going to have to demolish the drop rate or just get rid of it. Again, I think the easiest solution is to say it's a non-event chest. It's not intended to be a source of endgame loot. You're not doing anything to get it or earn it. It makes logical sense for the open world chests, the non the non-event chests. Gosh, this game is beautiful. It makes better sense to say materials and up to epic it's feeding your materials it's feeding your your crafting and your and your consumables but it doesn't make logical sense in a game built off of difficulty combos and challenges and increasing the health of the enemies to say you can literally press a button and get end game loot I, I think they just need to take masterworks and legendaries out of the world chests that are not event that's the easiest solution and part of me feels like that's going to happen because that doesn't seem like there's another option Wicked GT, Lono, how would you go about leveling up all the javelins, or is it even worth doing so? Just stick to one. It's up to you, man. It's totally up to you. I'm sticking with my big boy. I'm sticking with, I'm sticking with, with the red giant here. I love him. I absolutely love him. I want to get him totally decked out. He's a monster. He's a force to be reckoned with, man. I, I think he's, I think he's awesome. So I. I don't know. I mean, everybody's different, right? Everybody's different. So you may say, you know, I want to get to the point where I have, you know, a bunch of legendaries and then you're happy. Or you may be like, no, I don't want to wait all the way to legendaries. I'm going to wait until I get just some good masterworks, you know, and then I'm going to move on. There's a part of me that feels, and I think this is really good, and that's why I'm kind of elongating it. I'm kind of stretching out uh, the game. I really feel the pull and the tug to start my ranger, because rangers, he's really, really fun. But I'm like, no. I'm going to turn my big boy into an absolute just god on the field, and then when I feel he's where I want him, and he can kind of maybe handle Grandmaster 2, then I can decide to, okay, now it's time to go to my ranger. And I think that's a really good feeling. That freedom uh, that you have, I think that freedom that you have is really, really good and I think really, really cool. I don't think you should feel like there's a right or a wrong way to play, and I think they do a good job of that in this game. Caro, what do you think of weapons that can prime? Because some of them can prime. I don't. Flight got disabled in this area. That's. How am I supposed to get up there? Uh, that was weird. I'm about to go around, I guess take the stairs like a loser is there an escalator uh for example a weapon that ignites targets after three hits uh that's not a rifle yeah i have a grenade launcher right now that does it and uh i think it's cool um i i think it changes the play style i think as long as they limit it a little bit so like this grenade launcher it can definitely it can definitely prime but i can also prime with an ability that just gets the job done a whole lot faster um, so I, I don't think as long as it doesn't become like something that ruins, uh, the game where you're like, oh man, I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting too much prime. I basically just shoot this gun and every bullet out of it's priming the enemy. So it's, it's, it's nullifying my, it's nullifying my, my abilities. I don't think that's going to happen. I think even the abilities that can prime are, you know, and it, it, they're they're being kept in check. Like even this cloud thing that I can do to him, it's hard to do, right? I just missed. Um, you know, he's he's not 
he's not taking damage from it because I missed. And I think that's one of the natures of the game that I think is so important is that there are things that are going to complement your your build, but not become like the thing you have to do, right? Like I'm trying to put a cloud on him, but I can't because he has a shield. And I think that's another thing that you have to remember is there's different enemy types in the world and those different enemy types are going to, you know, they're going to periodically feel like you can't use your your dialed in attack method you got to do something different you got to try something uh a little bit uh more elaborate like right now i'm using a a mortar burst that can detonate and i don't like it i even though it can detonate i still feel like it's an inferior ability i don't feel like it's doing the job mainly because i'm trying to prime from like really far away so if i'm gonna run this ability i should probably just run double debt and not be trying to get close and prime and sit back with range do you see the kind of build i could go with right now i could probably take this burst mortar and then i could put on the railgun that has three shots or the siege cannon that heals me and then i could build myself to have ranged weapons right i have a, an auto rifle that if i shoot epic guys elite guys enough it bursts my elemental damage i've got some cool scout rifles and snipers that I could try and then I could build a ranged build for the Colossus or I put on the shotgun I put on the grenade launcher I put on the lightning coil and I put on the flamethrower and I just get freaking up in the mix that's two completely different ways of playing just the Colossus based off of loot and based off of guns that I find both very satisfying so I think that's one of the charms of this game. And if you're like, well, what about a gun that can do this? And what about a gun that can do that? I, I mean, man, I really wouldn't get bogged down with that stuff. I would just play and have fun and not worry about things being overpowered. I think Destiny players have like an unnatural obsession with, but what if it's too strong? And I'm like, bro, don't worry about that. You're supposed to be strong in this game. That's the whole point. Um... I'm not really sure what's what's stun locking me. Oh, this guy's stun locking me. Uh, again, uh, put on full display. Stun lock needs to be deleted from the game. Getting hit by one attack means you get hit by three. Uh, so F for respects in the chat. Holy frick. DJ May 88. Uh, has anyone figured out what the non-primer, non-detonator abilities and gadgets are used for? Well, as interesting as would have it and as contextual as your question is, I have a burst mortar ability right now that because it's a masterwork is a detonator. So I don't know if this is going to happen, but uh, it's possible that a lot of these abilities are going to become detonators or primers once you get into the end game. Uh, once you get them as masterworks. So, I don't know. There could be a flat cannon. There could be abilities that are presently, you're just sort of like, this is ho-hum, this is garbage, and it could become quite a bit better once it's a masterwork. Maybe they're just sort of whetting your appetite for it, or maybe they want you to ignore it, and then it suddenly becomes awesome. My burst mortar, my my build right now is not very good. I'm just going to be honest. I'm having a really hard time because the burst mortar doesn't really complement the flamethrower very well at all. So that's a possibility. There's also there's also the possibility that a masterwork version of those abilities does a significant amount of damage to the point that maybe there's environments you're going to go into where priming and detonating is a little bit weaker or more resistant or harder to pull off. So you're like, if we're going to hunt titans or we're going to do whatever, maybe you're going to want those abilities. Now, we did see the day one patch notes that got leaked 
they said that uh, Titans should start priming more consistently. So apparently their lack of priming uh, is not by design. Uh, it is something that, that isn't, isn't uh, properly working right now. Um, but there could be things again in the future where you don't want to run certain prime debt combos um, because maybe you want to do raw damage. I don't honestly know. We get this question a lot. I think, again, it's just going to take time to figure some of this out. Mr. Man says, do you have a base? Do you have no base reading because uh, of plus luck skill? Do you have no base reading because you have a, a plus luck skill? I, I don't know what you actually mean by this. Are you saying I'm not a good base sample because I have so much luck? I'm confused by uh, this question. I'm not really sure what you mean. Um, but you can qualify it in chat maybe and explain yourself because I'm I'm not I'm not understanding really what you're saying. Um, so. It doesn't look like I can turn that attack either. Like, I don't really understand the what's the point of the burst mortar. It just doesn't feel... Uh, it doesn't feel very viable. The burst mortar feels incredibly weak. Even as a masterwork, it just doesn't seem... Maybe it's, again, built for a ranged build, and I'm not on a ranged build right now. Uh, I'm on a... Uh, I'm on a more close-range build, so maybe that's why it just isn't working. Caro says, uh, Caro says, what do you think of the abilities which normally are non-prime? Just had this question. Uh, El Castaway, do you feel that legendary contracts should give more drops, better drops than strongholds? The reason is legendaries are random as you can always do a stronghold. Um, you know, I can get behind your logic here. I can probably get behind your logic. They are random. Um, and they are pretty freaking tough. I mean, we did one and I was like, this is, this is brutal. And I found the stronghold to be a little bit easier. Now the boss fight was kind of ridiculous. Um, that, that, that's something that they need to look at. Um, because again, I think the nature of the fight is, is sort of ruined by stun lock. I think stun lock is hurting a lot of the engagements that are at a higher difficulty. And we're only going in there at grandmaster one. The entire stronghold was, was fun and good. And I, when I say manageable, I don't mean easy. I do not mean easy. It was manageable. Uh, and it was good. And we got to the boss fight, and it felt a thousand times harder than the rest of the stronghold. And that's primarily because of stun lock. Like, the boss hits hard, but I get stun locked and basically automatically go down because there's just, there's just no getting out of it. And that needs to be looked at. But I do kind of see where you're coming from with the legendary contracts being more RNG based and maybe having a better drop. Z- uh, Zom SGM says, "Do you think that they should put in some activity exclusive loot uh, to prevent people from grinding the fastest content and also maybe giving incentive to spread out your play?" I touched on this in the video. I mean, I basically said if you're going to make the 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 activity, excuse me, if you're going to make the activities tier. So, like, the earn rate of Masterworks in public events should be lower than that of a contract. And Legendary Contracts should be higher than a regular contract. And the earn rate of Masterworks in a Stronghold should be higher than contracts and Legendary Contracts, you know, because they're harder. Also, the chests should tier up as well. 
chest one shouldn't be as generous as chest two and chest three, and then the boss should be the most generous of all. Should be this giant awesome loot explosion, you know, to make you feel that sense of accomplishment, like oh yeah, man, get it, like give me that loot, you know, that that Borderlands feel, kind of you know, kind of come into the game. Um, I I think that would be how I would structure it. And then you're asking, well, what about you know, what about specific like specific stuff? This is an area that they said, you know, there's cosmetics coming and they're coming in the form of a feature. I think you're going to pr- potentially see cosmetics maybe come as a grind. Here's what I'm thinking, and this is just an idea that I have. What if the, the Tyrant Mine had an armor set for every javelin and you couldn't really get the armor pieces or they had a much higher drop rate from the later from the later you know chests and from the boss etc well that could be cool like have it be spider inspired and scorpion inspired have it look a certain way you know based on the actual you know je- fight itself so you want to get that really really cool set and make yourself look awesome well you got to actually stay and not leave after the first chest you know that could be i think a way of helping and as you're saying specific drops Two, I don't know if they want to splice up the legendary pool and do that, but I do know that they're, they're, they need to consider something. I think there's a chest over here. I think they need to consider something. Just kidding. It was like a vapor. Ignore me. Uh, what are your thoughts on boss farming? I mean, I, as far as... I don't know what you mean. I mean, grinding a, a, a stronghold, you can't farm the boss that I know of. I don't think there's a way to kill the boss and then die so you can keep killing the boss killing the boss is the end of it everything despawns and it's over uh people farming the excuse me people farming grandmaster three titans i think that that's like kind of silly they're only doing it because they're cheating they're using the storm ult exploit that's going away so I worry about enjoyment of the game being tarnished and ruined by that. I mean, when you actually have to start grinding the game the normal way, you're going to have a disproportionate reward experience up to that point. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that that was good. Um, oh, there are boss farms. Saw it last night. I mean, listen, if they're able to patch stuff quickly, I hope they patch that quickly. I just think that's just such a terrible way to play the game. Everybody's entitled to play the game however they want, as long as they're not act like actually doing something that's against like terms of service. Then you know whatever. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Um, you can do the legendary contracts. You kill the Ursix, and then you die to mobs, and then you redo the stage. Yeah, I just think that people are just really, really. I just don't think people understand what they're doing when they do that. I really don't. I think we're getting so caught up in... Think of it this way, okay? Think of it this way. If you're really, really hungry, all right, and I'm making you a a reverse sear ribeye, okay? I got the ribeye in the oven. It's a 200. I'm doing a reverse sear. I'm getting that thing perfect. It sat in the fridge. I've salted it and I peppered it. That thing is going to be immaculate, right? And you're smelling it and you're just, you're salivating, okay? You could, you could pull the thing out or crank the oven temperature, okay? And, or take it out and just burn it so that it's done. And then like, oh, give me the steak, right? You're going to eat the steak. You're going to get food in your belly, and then you're going to be done, okay? You're eating a steak. You're eating the same steak that I'm eating, 
but you're ruining it. <laughs> you're ruining what could be a masterpiece. Like, let it go. Let it sit. This reverse seer is going to be worth it, man. Holy frick. Alton Brown took me to school, okay? And I feel like that's what people are doing. Instead of having this, in, instead of having it happen and then enjoying it, you're like, nah, dude, just turn the temperature up. Give it to me now. I'm hungry. That's what people are doing to a game when they do that. You're just ringing it out like, oh, give me all the stuff. Here they come. Here come the drips. Sweet. Rung it out. Rags dry. I'm done. Bye. I guess I'll play something else. I guess I'll stream something else. It's terrible. It's not good for the game. Destiny didn't become a long-standing game and directory because of the loot cave, right? The loot cave was something that happened, yes, but like it didn't become part and parcel to the experience of Destiny. What became part and parcel to the experience in Destiny 1? Loot, pursuit, long, drawn-out grind. That is a... There's a romance. There's a pursuit. There's a chase. There is... You get... You smell it. You're like, oh, oh, you smell that? Oh, there's something here. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's chase it. That's far better than just doing it the way people are doing it. So, like I said, gamers are their own worst enemy, right? People are like, well, don't fault the gamer. It's in the game. Oh, let me freaking roll my eyes out of my head. You're in control of yourself, for frick's sakes. I'm not doing it, and I'm having a fine time. I'm playing with people right now that aren't doing it. We're looting. We're slowly gearing up. It's exciting. I got legendaries, and we all cheered. You see what I'm saying? And I'm glad Bioware is responding quickly, because it spreads like a disease, and then you have a shell of a game left over that everybody drained of its life. Like a vampire just just sucked all the life out of it and kill it. So, you know, so I, 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 am not going to wag my finger in anybody's face, but I'm just going to kind of be like your dad and be like, just wait. The steak is going to be good. Chill, chill. You know, sorry for everybody that I made hungry. I apologize. It's 10 minutes to noon Eastern. That's not fair. And I am sorry. You can punish me by following the channel by clicking the heart button no I'm just kidding (laughs) but if you are enjoying the conversation this segment this Q&A segment is something I do regularly clicking the follow button is a free and easy way to support what I do I never ask for subs or do sub drives or subathons but following the channel is something that is a very easy way to not miss out on these segments streams conversations uh, the back and forth and the dialogue and uh, it's a a really really great way to support what I do so thank you for being here the the, the huge turnout today is very encouraging and exciting Um, I love I love streaming and I love games like this so I appreciate you guys being here my goal with my content if you've never been here before I want to give you a hub of content when you show up you're getting something for your time it's valuable you're not just watching me play that obviously is a part of it but I'm giving you something for your time and I'm also giving us a place to plant our flag as a community to invest in the conversation and really develop that symbiotic relationship with the developers and really see good changes come and a long and healthy game comes from that so I appreciate you guys being here today Scion says, uh, I have had inconsistencies in the UI while playing Ranger yesterday on Xbox. In some cases, I had like five segments of health, and in others, I would have 15 to 30 with no change in gear. Have you experienced this with the Colossus? I don't know why that happens. I don't know if you're changing difficulty. I don't know if there's a natural intrinsic difficulty to strongholds. So maybe when you're in free play, you need less health or something. I don't know if it scales. I I truly do not know the answer. 
uh, someone in chat may be able to enlighten us. Uh, it do- that does sound odd, um, and I do and I do know that we've we've had similar um, occurrences uh, happen with my Colossus. I think earlier when we were we were in the stronghold, I had less bars than I have now. So I don't I don't I don't I genuinely don't know what's causing it. Um, I I really don't. I'm not sure. We'll have to just maybe wait and see and get feedback from them. Could be a UI glitch. It could be totally a UI glitch. It could also be um, it could also be just the differences in the actual uh, content. I don't know. Um, there could be something to that. There could be something to the content scaling differently. This grenade launcher is actually really nice if you position yourself properly. Holy frick. Um, putting that cloud on people, man. Woo! is nice. Um, I'm probably going to get a little bit hurt here. I'm going to get a little bit hurt here. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, let's see if we can't get some health back from the shotgun. And we did it. We didn't get all out of health back, but we're alive. And that's all that counts. Next question comes from Chesco. Do you think the devs will address quality of life problems like terrible respawns, no waypoints, being pulled through a foot and a half, being stuck behind a load screen for 30 seconds with some type of urgency as they showed in the chest exploit, or with the same type of urgency they showed for the chest exploit? You've outlined a lot of problems that uh, do need fixed, and... I don't know if those are in the day one. Um, they need to be if they're not. Um, there definitely needs to be something in the day one for the... Well, the long load screens is getting addressed. You getting pulled forward... Here's the thing. I definitely think the closer you are... Okay, like let's say that hand down there... It's where I'm supposed to go, and it's like, get with your team, you have 22 seconds. Okay, well, the closer I get to that... The, the countdown should, like, slow down or get seconds added to it or something, right? Rather than have people feeling like, is that, a, is that a masterwork stuck in the wall? I think I have a masterwork stuck in the wall. Oh, no, those are, those are flares. You, you turds. I thought those were masterworks. Um, my teammates are throwing flares into the wall and baiting me. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm an idiot. Uh, big giant idiot here. Um, but so yeah, it should slow down. Now someone might say, "Well, Lono, wouldn't people cheese that and like get really close and get extra time?" Oh, who who cares? Who's gonna do that? All right, I got pretty close. I got thirty seconds. I'm gonna stand here for thirty seconds. No, they're not gonna do that. But when I get really really close and I have like three seconds left, I shouldn't be doing this. Please no, please no, no, no. I'm almost there. Like, come on, that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> like, if you're Maybe there should be a trajectory sensor. If you're flying in the trajectory of where we are supposed to go, it pauses the countdown for frick's sake. Like right now, it's like you have 20 seconds to get to your teammate. They found a chest. Well, I'm flying in their direction, so it should pause it. If I'm sitting still or going the wrong way, sure, it should be like, hey, 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 get over here, you dumb dumb. You know, get with your team. I think that's fair. So it could be like that. I mean, Mario Kart has something that says, hey, you're going the wrong way. Um, I mean, somebody in chat's making a very good point. It should only kick in if you're not in motion. It should alert you that you need to get with your team and then it should say, you know, if you're not, if you're not, if you don't start moving, we're going to, we're going to move, we're going to move you. We're going to front, we're going to, we're going to teleport you or whatever. But if you're in motion, it's just, it is, it's almost comical, but it's, it's, it's frustratingly comical to be literally feet away from where you're supposed to go and you you literally get teleported 10 feet 
and with the load screen problem I mean it's it's insult to injury right um it also blocks your heat bar yeah that's another good piece of feedback is that it literally <laughs> it's like hurry up hurry up and it doesn't let you know how, how you're gonna overheat like listen leave it there but maybe it overrides it overrides you overheating so you get infinite flight when you're behind so at the very least you're you're more empowered to like catch up you know um did you find another one what is this Braden? are you a pirate how many chests are down here? Who did who did you kill? I want to know. How did you how did you find all this stuff? How did you find all this stuff, Brayden? We're like underwater getting tons of stuff. Uh Franklin says, "Do you think people that haven't played this week that want to stream the game are at a disadvantage?" Um You <laughs> I'm just going to be real with you. Like streaming is a rigged game brother uh streaming is a rigged game the way that the directories work have nothing to do with whether or not you got to play for the last week directories are dictated by volume of channel size not quality of content i'm not talking battle royale and i'm not taking shots at anybody as i sit healthily at the top of the directory right I have higher volume and a bigger channel than pretty much all the channels I'm above. So I'm not where I am because I'm creating better content. Now, obviously, okay, obviously some of what I did leading up to the game's launch is helping. There are people that found me doing Q&A sessions that like my channel, that like my vibe. There's tons of people here that I've sort of earned them. I've earned their loyalty as a viewer. I've given them a lot of great content in Destiny, doing SNTR Presents and doing Q&A, and they're here. They're here. They're a nice reservoir of strength for my channel. But if you don't have a very large channel, or you've not been streaming for very long, you don't really stand a chance in the directory. Like, as great as I'm doing today, I didn't have this experience yesterday because there were a lot more bigger streamers on the platform. Well, there were also a lot of viewbotters in the directory too, so that's playing a part. Hopefully all their channels die in a fire because they're frauds. But I think that whenever, like, a launch date comes around, dude, you're just, you don't stand a chance. Like, there's just too many big, 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 big streamers. Like, the, this, the launch of this game was the first time I ever was in the top 5 and then top 10 of the directory for an elongated period of time, right? I, I mean, I, that was the first time that's ever really happened for me. Now, take keep in mind, the launch was a little bit segmented, right? There wasn't as many people streaming it. There was definitely a nature of, like, it was a smaller launch. There were less streamers streaming it. As soon as you have, like, every single person, right that can stream the game with the big channel streaming it, it's really, really tough. Um, It's just one of those things. And you being at a disadvantage, there's a whole host of reasons why you're at a disadvantage streaming. And a lot of it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that the game, you know, came out, you know. How many big boys haven't touched it yet because it was an early launch and they don't care about Origin Access? Right, there's plenty of streamers that are going to probably boot up on the 22nd, you know. You're probably not going to see me at the top of the directory. Um, so, King Athalian told me about your channel, and now I find it interesting. When did Goth tell you about my channel? Was that recently or a long time ago? I'm actually, I'm actually curious um, about that. Was it very recent or was it a long time ago? Uh, Saving Annihilator. 
how uh, how bad do you feel these bugs and glitches they are fixing will affect the perception of the game? Do you feel it's made bad first impression and thus affect the true sales? I mean, I think in general the 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 viewing community. Okay, you got to remember something, right? You got to remember something. There are there are a lot more gamers that don't watch Twitch and YouTube. There's more of them than there are that watch, okay? The lion's share of the gaming community doesn't watch Twitch and doesn't watch YouTube, all right? So they're not even in tune with what's going on. So they're going to get a better campaign pace. They're not going to have to deal with the frustration of the the, the tombs mission. Um, they're not going to have to deal with that suddenly, like, disrupting their flow. Uh, the chest thing. The, oh, I can't get credit for the chest because my teammate opened it. They're fixing that, too. Like, I think the majority of the people booting up on Friday are going to have a better experience because of everything we've learned. So, let's consider the viewing public, the people that watch Twitch, the people that watch YouTube, okay? Let's let's consider that group of people. In that group of people, how many people are just hating the game mindlessly? There's a pretty good amount. They don't matter, so take them off the table. Whittle it down, okay? Now, how many people are watching because they either are excited about the game, okay, or or they're 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 making up their mind. They're not sure yet, okay? That's a pretty good group of people. We've removed the people that don't matter because they just mindlessly hate. We've removed a giant group of people because they don't watch Twitch and YouTube. So the people that watch Twitch, the people that watch YouTube that are either a fan of the game and want to get it or they're trying to make up their mind, okay? I think those people are convinced of quality when they see glitches and bugs fixed quickly. I think most of those people are intelligent, good consumers that are like, wait, so that the game had problems and they're that wait, they, they already fixed that? Wait, wait, wait. So after one week they're they're fixing all those things? Really? I I think most people that are either on the fence or a fan of the game are probably given a whole lot of confidence in the game's longevity when they hear those things because I just think that that is that's the type of viewer that they are that's why they're watching they're trying to make an educated decision and they're not like some rash dum-dum that's like you know what I mean it's just one of those things where I I, I think that the whole idea of like oh people seeing bugs and glitches it's bad for the game I think that gets overstated I really do and I think if it gets fixed quickly I think they win far more by doing that than what, what was the alternative? Let's imagine an alternative, and I think you're going to very easily see my point. Let's, this is the alternative. What we've been playing for the last couple of days launched on the 22nd. No fixes, no bugs, no, no glitches addressed. The tomb mission doesn't get addressed. The, the, chest, the chest counting for the tomb mission thing doesn't get addressed. None of those things get addressed because the game hasn't launched yet. They don't know about these problems. They haven't been enumerated. They haven't had the, the, the genius of the millions descend upon the game. Okay? Right? Well... If that happens, I think that's far worse for the game. Because now you have a whole bunch of people who bought the game and are immensely irritated. Like, they don't know Twitch or YouTube. They don't watch. All they know is stuff's not working right. You see? The people that have been playing and that have been experiencing the glitches and the bugs, I think are far more forgiving. They're already a fan of the game. They had the ability to try the game out. They hear that the game's getting fixed. They're like, oh, that's good. And then it launches on the 22nd in far better shape. So if you're comparing the two realities of like what could have happened, right? I think, I, I think that, 
I think we're in a better situation than waiting, launching everything on the 22nd and not having all these fixes and bugs, you know, kind of taken care of. I don't know. I'm not, and I'm not even being like an apologist of like the launch, the, the, the launch system. I think the launch strategy that they took, I know a lot of people didn't like it and that it was confusing, but at the end of the day, I think the 22nd is going to be significantly more polished and better received because a lot of people just got to dodge a lot of un- like frustrating things. They just, and they don't, and they, and they won't even know it. They won't even know it. So saying knee. Have you heard anything about changes to down javelin status? I have seen some gameplay where someone will die, but the team won't res them for like three to five minutes. You're just sitting there for forever. Yeah, this needs changed. Um, I think that you could... I'm trying to think of how they could do it, but I think they could make either the ability to res yourself just take like a really, really long time. uh, Or... If you're not, you don't have the ability to res yourself, at least be able to crawl to people. Um, right? Like, oh, you can crawl to people. Maybe if you res yourself in really, really hard content, you, you use, you know, your, I don't know. Maybe you use your, all of your super energy. Maybe you, you come back up and you're like half health or something. I don't know. I don't, I, all I know is there, there could be, I think there could be ways to implement it to kind of like soften the blow but then the most benefit would obviously be if you res somebody you know that's the best and the most ideal like maybe you get super energy for resing your teammates or something um now that could get cheesy because people could just sit and let you res them over and over and over again and then you end up with a you know, you end up with people that are basically always in their super because they're cheesing it. I don't know. You got to be careful. Um, you have to be careful because I think things can get a little cheesy. Uh, and at the end of the, at the end of the day, really what you want to do is you want to have people playing the game and having fun. And I think the resing system right now needs some tweaks. Again, they could try and do something like allowing you to crawl. I think that would help. I think, um, allowing you to, Allowing you to get something for resing that is, you know, incentivizing to people to be like, well, if I go res this guy, I'm going to get something. You'd have to do a cooldown maybe on the super energy. So you couldn't be like, yeah, 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 I'm just going to keep letting them kill me and you just keep resing me to get your ult. Um, that would obviously be kind of stupid. And obviously, you again, you have to like be careful because that's these are the things that people do uh, whenever they, you know, you, you try and help the player, or you try and be generous to the player. People take advantage, people, you know, glitch the system out uh, and then they, you know, then they they undercut the, the challenge of the content. So what about Javelin down shouting in your ear? Yeah, I mean, you could make it annoying uh, couldn't you? You know, you could definitely make it annoying um, and make people really feel like it's pesky. Am I not with my team or something? It's saying that I need to come over here. I, I'm conf- I am very, very confused. Is there like a, oh gosh. Um, I'm not really sure what's going on, but this guy needs to be killed apparently. Uh, I want him to stand still so I can actually land the hits. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where my team is. Um, I don't know if they're here or what's going on. Uh, I'm probably going to lose this fight because I am not strong enough to do this by myself. I don't know what happened. I don't know where everybody is. 
It says defeat targeted Scar and no one's here with me. So I don't know if I missed the memo about, you know, we were going somewhere else. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best, chat. I'm doing my best against him. Uh, doing my best. Um, I got him. By myself. By myself. In the street. No pillowcase. All right. I did it. I did it. We were at another public event. You're all good, man. You're all good. I'm the I'm the man, and I got I got two purples for that. So, yeah. <laughs> you ever go night night? <laughs> you ever go night night? All right. Uh, the terminal <laughs> terminal Virgo <laughs> terminal Virgo says, "Do you think they will come out with a support javelin?" They have said they don't want to make a healer, uh, so I think it's unlikely. I think it's unlikely that they will do a uh, a support javelin. The Vreek, how do you feel about post uh, post rank three faction faction grind? It's five thousand rep per faction and gives you the masterwork component blueprints. It seems like it takes a long, long time. Um, it doesn't seem to go super fast, so I'm okay with it. I mean, you got you got to think, right? You got to think. As long as it's in line with the gameplay, as long as the earn rate of what I'm doing in the game is is in line with, you know, the blueprints that are showing up and the, you know, the faction stuff that I'm earning, then I don't, I don't really care. I I think there's always, I think there's always a risk of being, uh, of being too generous. You know, that, that's always a potential risk. But I also think you can run the risk of saying like, you know, this is going to take a disproportionate amount of time. Like what if by the time you get the masterwork, you know, blueprint, you're, you're just sort of like, yeah, that doesn't matter. I got a God roll. Thanks for that. I don't need it anymore. Do you see? It needs to be in harmony with your progression. So it's 50,000. Oh, it's 50,000. I didn't misread that. It says 5,000 rep, right? Yeah. That's three zeros. He has three zeros instead of four. Oh, 50. Oh, if it's 5,000, then yeah, that, that feels way out of proportion. Now, the only reason I would think they feel okay with that is maybe they feel like they want the primary amount of your masterworks coming from drops instead of coming from you just building everything. Uh, I know that that's, that's always going to be a potential problem um, because you you can basically, you can basically always have... Um, You'd basically have too many masterworks, maybe. I don't know. And again, maybe in their thought, maybe the thought process is very simple. We want people to feel like they're getting their masterworks from from playing, not from not from creating them. Because I definitely think there's a rhythm to the game that can get thrown off if you're just sort of giving people free free masterworks because that because I mean the amount of materials you have. I don't know. So. Um, one year down from Aaron, 12 months, dude. Thank you. I've missed some subs. I am so sorry. Donker and Big Whitey. I am so sorry, guys, for missing those subs. Welcome back. We've been having such a great discussion. Uh, Mentat Canis. As someone still in the campaign, I feel like I never use my guns as a storm player. Um, I feel like I never use my guns as a storm player. Does this change the hybrid? In, uh, does this change to more of a hybrid in the end game? Uh, I think so. I think there are guns that definitely will complement your storm and you will enjoy. There are guns that get huge benefits and cool things uh, whenever you are hovering 
and I think you will grow to love those. I've got some really great guns now that complement my Colossus. There's a gun, and you're going to like this as a storm, where as long as you dump the gun into an elite, you get an 100% buff to all of your elements if you maintain a stack, a stack of 20. So your engagement changes a little bit. You shoot elites, like you look for elites with your gun, you dump all your gunshots into the elite, you get that buff, and then you start frosting and detonating with your elements, and you will see the light. There is, I mean, that is, that is awesome. It, uh, when I was doing that with my build, I was just, I, I was very, very satisfied. PR Giant with 21 months, thank you. I was extremely satisfied with how it, with how it felt. It did feel, it felt synergistic. It felt complementary. It's what you want guns to be. You want guns to have a, uh, they're adding to your gameplay, but they're not the primary means of your gameplay. And I really enjoy where the game has come for me with respect to my guns. Even now, I have a grenade launcher that can prime, um, and I have a shotgun that can give me health back. So. Next question. Bassar says... Do you think we introduced uh, masterwork uh, too early? I mean, we're only on the fourth day, and I'm talking about, ch- and I'm not talking about cheese stuff. We're about to see um, all the unique perks of masterworks. Legendaries have the same unique perks with masterworks. Couldn't leveling up be a little slower to excite about masterwork? Well, here's what you have to consider: the common man, okay, the common woman, the common player must be considered, okay. Watching me play for what amounts now to, I don't know, close to 40 hours. Do you know how long it's going to take the common player to get to 40 hours? If you play for two or three hours a night, let's just say you play for three hours a night, Monday through Friday. That's 15 hours. That's going to take you three weeks to get what took me, what, three days. If I can do in a day what you do in a week, that you have to consider that in the grand scheme. It must be considered. And I think that's where the that is where the, the the difficulty spectrums have to come into the discussion, because you're you're forgetting that I live in the end game. I'm gonna be topping off my characters. I'm only doing one javelin, okay? So I've got all these masterworks for a colossus, but I'm not in Grandmaster three yet. And it took me what might take you a month to get one javelin to where I am if you're a casual player. I think that's a great spectrum, to be honest. I, I actually think there's a great, great feel to the game's uh, feel right now. Because when I think about when I think about the common player booting up, and in a couple weeks' time, they feel like they're kind of getting into that grind and chasing those really, really dope things. That's, I think, a really, really good place to be. Because then they they don't feel like they're completely left out in the cold. Why do these guys despawn? I don't really understand. We're supposed to defeat them, but they just run away. That's a very weird event. Okay. So yeah, I I actually think the pacing's fine. And keep in mind, I played the campaign fast. 15 hours through the campaign is fast. You could probably easily get 20 hours out of the campaign and not break, I mean, a single bead of sweat on your brow. Just take your time enjoy yourself and very easily get 20 hours out of the campaign which i think for a looter loot based game i think that's like really really good i think that's really good 
Because you'll buy an action-adventure game, and the entire campaign for that action-adventure game is 20 hours, and then that's it, you're done. That game's over and done with, unless you do, like, a game plus. Um, so, yeah, 20 hours out of a campaign easy is, I think, very stout for a loot pursuit, you know, hobbyist-style game. I did not anticipate the, the campaign being as good as it is. I didn't expect it to have the potential of length that it has. I think they did an excellent job. Dandy Way. Now that you play the game, how do you feel about guns? Do endgame weapons feel strong? Uh, yeah, I just addressed this. I feel like a lot of the endgame masterwork guns really complement your build uh, in a fun, fun way. Um, I mean, I can hit this guy with three things, and then, there's, and then I just primed him with acid. I didn't mean to fall off. I was trying to show you. Uh, the fact that I could prime uh, with acid. He's still primed with acid. Uh, Somebody's getting him. So, that's not something you have access to in the early game. You know, a shotgun that if I land the full package on somebody, heals me, right? So, I can hit this guy right here and I I don't think I got health from that. I don't know if this gun's working uh, quite right. I feel like all the bullets hit and I didn't see my health go up. So maybe it's just, is it shield? If it's shield, then maybe this thing is pretty worthless for a Colossus because if my shield's not out, it's probably just fine. This will be good live. Uh, How are strongholds? How would you compare them as far as mechanical difficulty to Destiny? Uh, There's no mechanical difficulty in the strongholds. Uh, It's just a lot of damage checks. Uh, It is shield, not HP. Oh, well, this is freaking worthless for him then. Um, This is utterly worthless. Uh, I, I, I don't have a, I don't have a very good build right now, but we're just going to keep it going. I, again, I don't know why these storm brute guys run. Um, this is weird. Why is he running? That's weird that we don't actually finish the fight. I'm very confused as to why that keeps happening. Is there a mechanic we're satisfying? I think the strongholds are cool. I think they're unique. I think they're fun. I think they're ruined by stunlock. Um, and ruined is like a real strong word, right? You're like, oh my gosh, Lono, ruined? Yeah, ruined. A really great fight against that tank guy with the big um, turbines that spin and shield him. That fight's ruined by Stunlock. I mean, it is not. It is. It is not what it could be. It could be really fun and intense and really good, but. It's just literally nothing but stunlock the whole time. And I it, it genuinely, it genuinely ruins a fight. Um and so stunlock needs to uh, needs to go away. I think the especially in once you get into Grandmaster two and three, it's gonna become even more problematic. It's gonna scale in its in how bad it is. It's gonna get worse with uh, with challenge. So But I think the strongholds feel really, really good. I think they feel awesome. I think they're satisfying. Uh, I'm at my loot limit, so you guys are going to see another legendary here in a moment. Um, I need to make sure and visit uh, the the uh, what's his face because I'm going to have stuff probably go to the postmaster now. Um, throwing the flares on there to try to debate me again. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I see how you guys. I see how you guys work. No, I get it. I see how you operate. I see how you guys operate. You guys like to debate me and trick me into thinking I have good loot. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, Seeker Ghost. Is it just me, or is leveling really convoluted and slow? I'm just under 20, and I put in almost 18 hours. Uh, And uh, am I not being efficient enough when playing missions and contracts, or am I just delusional from being used to the leveling systems from Destiny? 
I, I felt like hitting 30 took me a while. I mean, at 15 hours, I was at like level 17, 18, 19. I was somewhere in there when I finished the campaign. And that was 15 or 16 hours. So you're 18 hours in and you're a little bit ahead of me. So I, I, I'm not sure what what the fastest way to level is. Um, but yeah, someone saying a level an hour seems reasonable to me. I, I, I actually tend to agree with that. Uh, I do. I tend to agree with that. Now we got Arcanist level to three, and the Aqueduct is now in the habitable space. Uh, so that's cool, and that unlocks some blueprints. All right, all right, podcast people. We just got an endless siege. Uh, it's a it's an auto cannon. Uh, base magazine size increased by 100, percent and base damage is increased by zero percent. Say what now? Why would why would it say that? Why would it not increase what? Um, that doesn't seem right. Uh, weapon, mag size, shield delay, auto cannon ammo, and weapon ammo. Um, just a, that's a, that's a monster. Zero percent, man. They're fixing that, they say in chat. That's a glitch. Okay. Thank you, Bioware. (laughs) Here's our legendary. Ooh, this one's fun. Fist of Straw is fun, dude. Weapon damage, 30%. Weapon size, 55%, ammo pickup, and weapon damage, 15%. So it's got a 45% weapon damage buff. It does 100%. You can stack up to 10 stacks of the Striker's Fury. I actually really, really like Fists of Straw. I'm excited that I got that drop. That's exciting. I'm going to dismantle this stuff while I answer these questions. So Secret Ghost, I think you're leveling up just fine. I think a level an hour is totally good. Uh, Jazz Koenig says... Uh, do you see yourself sticking with this? I found you through Destiny content and I fell out after playing about two hours of Black Armory. I was hoping this would replace my Destiny Addiction thoughts. Uh, here's what I'm gonna, here's my commitment to you guys. Okay, here's my commitment to you guys. I think this game and Destiny with Season of the Drifter and Division 2, I think we can have a wonderful, wonderful year of rotating between games, having great conversations, and loot grind. Just hang out with me. That's all I ask. I'm going to give you good content. I'm going to give you good conversations. You can put me on the background and listen and lurk. I'm safe for work. I don't cuss. I don't swear. I don't get crass. I don't get off color. I am a family-friendly streamer, and I'm giving you a daily a daily hub of content. That's my goal and my mission. So if you're here now and enjoying it, click the follow button. I never ask you to sub. I never do sub drives. I never do sub giveaways. I don't do sub trains. Uh, but if you click the follow button and you show up and you listen and you if you're part of these conversations, I think we are on the verge of having probably the best looter shooter streaming world ever. I, I really do. I think we're on the verge of having a really great pace. I think Destiny's going to feel significantly better when we play it in small doses and we play it in the rhythm of the seasons. I think both Anthem and Division will be very, very fun loot pursuits when we kind of min-max, get our taste, and then we go to something else because we hit the dry spells. I think we're on the verge of a very, very good time. I, I genuinely think this is about to be the golden age for streamers like myself. I'm not a BR guy. I'm not a giant streamer. I can't play Fortnite and Apex Legends and blow your hair out the back. You know, like I can't do that. But what I can do is I can give you a wonderful hub of daily content where we grind, we talk, uh, and we enjoy and we enjoy each other's company and we promote positivity and have a really good time. So you stick with me, I'll stick with you. You know, that's my goal. Uh, I know a community manager who once said, you know, you're, you're not, uh, I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here as long as you're here, we can have a great time. So I appreciate the insane support today. It's very, very exciting to see. We put in a lot of hard work. Um, 
I will not get emotional, but I'm feeling it. It's it's down there. We have put in a lot of hard work and a lot of long hours to diversify, and it feels really good to have games coming out and communities forming that are supporting and joining and, and, and folding into what we do here, and it's not Destiny. It feels really special and really cool uh, to put in the hours that we have and the years that I've streamed and to suddenly start to see things turn a corner. Uh, it's really, really cool. Last year was really, really hard, and uh, this year's already shaping up to be just a really, really fantastic year, and you're a part of that, so thank you. I hope I get to meet a bunch of you at Guardian Con. Um, yeah, so, I didn't get emotional. <laughs> it's been a long, hard road, man. It's been a long, hard road, and days like today uh, are like are like light, are like light in the darkness, man. It's been tough to try to like, branch out and do different things, so... Thank you for supporting and being a part of that. Whether you've been here for five minutes or you've been here for five months or three years, like I appreciate all of you very, very much. <clears throat> I get too hard. If Diablo uh, in Diablo, if you want to do an activity at level X, you have to first complete it at level X one or whatever. Since free play doesn't complete, uh, would tying difficulty unlock to the dungeons work? Um, I don't know about suddenly placing hurdles in front of people like that. I worry about. Um, I don't know. I worry about doing that to people. Um, I, I, I do. I get concerned about saying, no, 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 you can't come here. I get where you're coming from, and I don't necessarily think I disagree with you. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree with you. But I do think, uh, that there is something to be said for, um, yeah, there's something to be said for, the beauty of accessibility. Uh, thank you for the 3,000 bits, T-Funk. I love you as much as I get annoyed by you. You're my bud. Uh, ODK and BP View, guys, thank you for those Prime subs very, very much. Welcome to the Rageous, guys. Thank you for all the support. Again, I don't ask for bits or subs. Clicking follow is the easiest way to support what I do, so thank you. Um, could you show the Masterwork Railgun, please? Sure. The Masterwork Railgun is actually really, really cool. It permanently gains an extra charge, and it rolled with 100% charge. So it always has three charges whenever it gets all the way back up and running. It's a really, really great railgun. I like the Siege Cannon because it heals me. Um, I actually really enjoy that. So I think I'm going to run with... Um, I think I'm going to run with that for healing... And I'm going to run this really, really fun Voltic, uh, Voltaic Dome because it both shocks, primes, and freezes the enemies. It's really, really fun. Um, and I'm going to switch off of the Sentinel's Vengeance and I'm going to show you guys a really, really fun gun to run with this build. Uh, if I can find it. I, I, I don't know the names of all the weapons yet. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where is where is my... Where's that, where's that weapon? Um, right here. Elemental Rage. Hitting elite enemies increases all elemental damage by 5%. Now, the beauty of this weapon is this pairs very well with Voltaic Dome. Voltaic Dome freezes them, and then I can just freaking dump into an elite and then get my elemental damage to be higher. So then my shock and freeze is doing even more. Uh, This is a really fun build that you're about to see me embark on. Um, So, and we're keeping things really, really clean here in the inventory. So, Alan Kid, do you see Anthem to be a potential great game for the end of 2019? If they can consistently expand the game and we're having fun chasing loot, yeah, yep. 
if quality of life and content ad is there, which it seems like it's going to be there, I think we're on a great path of a good game for 2019. I do. Um, I am, uh, I'm not concerned at all. Now, I don't know, where do I go, um, why, why is this in here? Do, I don't understand. Why are these in here marked as new? Oh, no, 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 these aren't marked as new. I'm stupid. Where do I go? Where's the postmaster? Um, I'm confused. Isn't the, isn't this guy supposed to have stuff that I've lost? Uh, I thought that's how it worked. Components, gear, crafting. I'm confused. I thought there was a postmaster if you if you didn't get stuff. Like I definitely didn't get stuff. Um There were purples on the ground. You get all your loot at the end screen. Yeah, but I had purples I couldn't pick up. Uh so that I did I get those purples then? Did I I didn't think I didn't, only masterworks and legendaries. It's in the main menu tab up top. Um, is it in the store? Yeah, I'm confused. It's only Masterwork and Legendary, so purples don't go, epics don't go. Interesting. Okay. I thought they did. Someone's saying go left. Might try to go to the table next to Owen. I... Man, I uh, we're just we're gonna try and solve this in the middle of Q and A. I I thought for sure there was some place. You think it's in my mailbox? No, my mailbox has nothing new in it. These are literally just letters. Um, those are challenges, aren't they? I don't think that's how it works. It's masterwork plus. Okay. Okay, so purples don't... Milo's saying purples don't go. Um, It's only legendaries and masterworks. Face if you're sued and turn left. I already went and talked to him. There was nothing there to indicate, like, here's loot that you didn't get. Um, So... We're just going to keep grinding free play for the Q&A. Scully32. I've seen people doing the first boss in the stronghold and then leave and redo it in Grandmaster 1. Is this an exploit or a cheese? I mean, I think it's I think it's cheesy as frick. Uh, I think it's free. I think it's uh, cheesy as frick, you know? I, I don't um, I don't like that that's like a thing you can do. Um... And I think it's hurting... Yo, Link Sacrifice was 600 bits. Thank you very, very much. I think it's hurting the experience of other players because you're basically leaving people, you know, hanging. Um, I think Mailbox is a box for mail. Yeah, Chevy's on to something for sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I, uh... I think it's cheesy. I think it's hurting the, ex- the experience of the player because you're basically going into a matchmaking environment, not killing any enemies, r- like f- dodging all the enemies, activating the thing, and then there's a chest, and then you're leaving. That's stupid. Don't even attempt. Please do not attempt to defend that. That's dumb. Uh, I think they should tier it. I think the first and second and maybe even third chest, however many chests there are, they should tier up. Maybe even give you things along the way that 
increase the likelihood of you getting good drops from the boss or something drive people to the boss that's the whole point of a stronghold is to go through the whole thing you're not supposed to go in and freaking do nothing and open a chest and leave don't be don't be silly don't be willfully ignorant that's a dumb way to play the content uh thank you for two months rain check anthem's good man welcome back thanks you for uh, keeping your sub here more chips and cheese says I was watching the roundtable last night and I thought I heard someone say you could play the campaign solo or was that a suggestion just run matchmaking uh, to run the campaign yeah you can do most of the campaign completely by yourself you don't have to team up with people um, and that was Mike's suggestion was run it solo uh, and just enjoy yourself that was his suggestion is you know just fly through there solo don't really worry about teaming up with folks you don't really need buds uh, chest on me. You don't really need buds. You know, you can just enjoy it. Now, if you want to play with buds, that's fine. But some people were having some of the progress glitches. And I, <clears throat> excuse me. I think the progress glitches were coming from playing with buddies. So, fearless. How long would you say the campaign runs? If you run it quickly, it's about 15 hours. I think you can take between, probably between 20 and 30. If you really slow walk it, really invest in the dialogue and the side missions, you can really enjoy it. Jay Murda with five months. Welcome back, dude. One more month of the purple badge. Glurox says, Morning, Lono. What was your um, best idea for your best next jab? You probably won't see it anytime soon, but it's fun to speculate. Uh, Paladin with light healing and buffs. They don't want to do uh, They don't want to do a healing javelin. They've said that. And the one I outlined is the one that I think would be cool, like a barbarian with like two you know, axes and like a spinning alt and melee build, you know, aggressive build, but more like a combo between like the interceptor and the javelin. I'm sorry, the interceptor and the Colossus uh, would be, would be where I would take it. Senate Gaming. Have you seen the preliminary patch notes from day one thoughts? Anything specific you're super happy about? Yes, I did see them. And I'm very happy that something I was pointing out over the weekend that it's really difficult to get your Colossus shield out fast enough a lot of the times. They're making it so you can get it out a lot faster after shooting uh, guns. Thank you, uh, Duplus, for 600 bits. Um, You can get your shield out faster after shooting a weapon or doing an ability. That's actually really, really good. Um, that was a that was a huge frustration I had over the weekend. I also think it's cool that they're letting Colossus get his shield out while resing someone. I think that's cool as well. Um, trying to think of other things. The chest counting uh, for people on the the tombs mission. That's a good. That's a that's a really really good change. Um, the other thing to consider is the tombs challenge is getting adjusted to do pretty much what I said it should do, which is it'll run alongside of the campaign instead of be a giant hurdle. Uh, I think that was that was frustrating for people, and it kind of didn't make any sense. Um, and I, I think it was a justified frustration. Um, so I think, they, I think they did a really good job making those pivots fast so that people can enjoy the campaign. I was genuinely worried. That's why I made a video like as soon as I could to be like, telling people how the two missions going to go, you know, to push through the campaign's good. It's worth it. Blah, 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 blah. Like I did that. Cause I was like, the campaign's good. The story's good. But I was very, very worried that two mission was really going to kick people out of the game. They were just going to be like, this is dumb. I'm not playing. And so them responding that fast is a humongous win for the game. In my opinion. Um, so the next thing they need to do is minimize stun so that stun lock basically never happens. 
and if you're down and a big boss dies that you should still get loot that's really frustrating i believe they're fixing that cam shake going away i mean that's going to be really nice uh agent iowa you plan on playing any other javelins or is colossus your go-to oh no i love the ranger i talked about this a little bit ago i uh i feel a very very strong desire and pull to start building a ranger because i think he's really really fun um i think he's got I think he's got some great, great builds and some fun, fun ways of playing. Uh, and I would really... Ooh, I like fighting Ursixes. Um Very excited to f- play this, this guy. This guy's getting absolutely destroyed. Oh my gosh! I don't even know what we just... We might be too strong for Grandmaster 1. That guy was a joke. Uh, that was silly. Maybe somebody ulted on him. Um, it's possible that somebody ulted him. Uh, next question. Spike32, as if you were, the weapons never seem to be, uh, the weapons seem to be like BB guns. How do you feel about them? Uh, you gotta use them properly. Um, you gotta kind of use them proper. I think that they have potential, and they become far more complimentary and strong in the late game. So say we all. Do you feel Anthem has enough legs uh, to keep Bioware Montreal afloat under the EA umbrella. I have no idea what will keep Montreal afloat under the EA umbrella. I don't know if Montreal had anything to do with this. I thought Montreal closed down. I don't know the inner workings of EA um, or Bioware. So, I just want to point out how good-looking this world is. I do this periodically. The use of lighting and shading and colors here, the differences between the water, uh, the shadows, the colors, the reds, the greens, the, the, the contrast here is just... I don't ever want to really overlook just how beautiful the game is. Periodically, I'm just struck at how great the game looks. Um, I just, man, there's something winsome about a game that has a good content loop that also looks amazing. Bioware Montreal closed down. Yeah, I thought it did. So, uh, what loot rarity tiers from best to worst? Uh, it goes white, green, blue. Uh, and then once you get beyond that, you're into purple, which is epic. Uh, it's like orange is masterwork. And then legendary is like a lime green uh, kind of a color. Um, I don't know why they didn't make it a little bit more obvious about like, I feel like masterworks. I feel like masterworks and legendary's colors are 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 hard to describe, but they're basically like orange and lime green. <laughs> legendary being the absolute highest uh, that you can get. Um, so, and I just keep following Brayden pouring rain in about three hours of playing you've gotten the same amount of masterwork items plus legendary that i've gotten the past two days playing grandmaster one you think kind of rhg disparity is bad for the user experience of the game as a whole i would ask you how much luck you're running i i have what is it how many mod components can you have equipped six i think it's six um i have five out of the six with luck so i have a ton of luck a ton legendary should be yellow legendaries are yellow Homies, that is not yellow. That, no. Uh-uh. No. Yellow is yellow. The The legendaries have like a lime green. They are not yellow. I know what yellow looks like. I'm a big fan of mustard. Like, that's not... <laughs> uh-uh. No. <laughs> Yellow-ish. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yellow. It's a greeny yellow. It's, it's lime greenish, greeny Mountain Dew. What the frick? Nondescript color. Like we don't know. But don't start. Don't 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 start telling me it's yellow because it's not yellow. Okay, I'll fight you. I'll fight you on this chat. I see more green than yellow. Thank you, Milo, for being intelligent. I mean, <clears throat> thank you, Milo, for agreeing with me. <laughs> Ramses, 
Uh, can you explain to me what they're talking about? The storm now reacts to getting hit when its shields are up in its new update notes. I don't know. I don't know what they mean. Did they mean the storm javelin reacts to getting hit or the storm enemies react to getting hit when they're in their shield? I don't know. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Maybe somebody in chat can try to illuminate us on what that, that patch note means. Um, I don't know. Next question. What will be your next mech jumping to? Ranger. Ranger all the way, dude. Ranger's freaking dope. I love the way he feels. If you run double debt and you're springing around and dodging and you're, uh, and you are, uh, using your, your melee for prime just feels so, so good. So, so good. Love it. Well, this is fun. Am I going to hit a death wall? I hit a death wall. I thought I was following my team. I wasn't. Whoops. Heavy says, sorry to have to repeat this, but have you mentioned that the tri- uh, trial trials were adjusted, correct? Thanks for a great screaming. Keep up the awesome work. Yeah, you may have missed it. The trials have been adjusted. They show up now when you hit level three. It'll run alongside your comp- uh, your, your campaign and uh, get, get completed more naturally. Um, and it should also fix the, the dilemma that people were having with like it not completing or something sorry guys I didn't realize you were like in the water I think I flew like right over you I apologize Jossum do you recommend just farming Grandmaster 1 or Grandmaster 2 and 3 some reviewers are saying it's not worth it Uh, I think a lot of reviewers are speaking presumptuously I think a lot of reviewers are going into content they have no business going in because they're cheesing and cheating so I think their opinion and their 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 input is uh, devoid of information and is probably not all that valuable um, they have no business being there and more than likely uh, drop rates and things are supposed to be adjusted with time and they're in their way too early so Bioware hasn't had a chance to look at and say okay here's what the drop rates should be Grandmaster 1 is the best place to hang out right now feels good, feels rewarding um, I've got you know two legendaries so I, I don't know I think to a certain extent we need to wait because I think once we get into the harder grandmasters and the cataclysms and the world events start happening, uh, that's when you know we can start to have more incentive and more things to chase. I don't know. I just think it's really, really, really early for people to be like, "Yeah, there's not really any end game, and Grandmaster Two and Three is basically a waste of time." Says you know somebody covered in Velveeta cheese as they cheese their way through all of the content. I just. I don't really take that kind of input seriously. I don't think it's a very intelligently informed opinion. So, such a lack of endgame. Cheese, cheese, exploit, exploit, loot, loot, loot that I shouldn't be getting at a pace I shouldn't be getting it. Not really any endgame, man. Cheese, 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 cheating, cheating, exploit, exploit, exploit. Like, really? Like, come on. You know, like, I just, I don't take that kind of stuff... Uh, I don't take that kind of stuff very seriously. Yeah, sorry for the cheese puns and saying something about Velveeta. I, I didn't mean to do that. It just kind of happened. Um, so, Shekadeli, would you be hesitant to recommend this game to someone who typically plays solo? Um, the question would be, okay, the question would be, when playing solo, do, are you okay with people being around? And when those people are around you kind of teaming up with them. Do you know what I'm saying? So like 
play there's there's two ways to play solo you can play solo with matchmaking and not be a complete and utter herb okay or you can try and play solo with matchmaking and you're just a freaking moron and you don't pay attention to your teammates and you get frustrated and you don't understand what's going on because you don't understand the game that you're playing right like i think there's two ways to play solo if you're playing solo and you're not paying attention to your teammates and you're and you're not you're not sticking with them and you're not doing things you're not getting combos and you're getting frustrated there's one person to blame in the equation and it's you now sometimes you can play solo matchmaking and play with people that are awful that's going to happen but generally speaking when i've gone into environments without homies that i know and that are that are that are good at the game i've had zero problem people are deading and priming and blowing stuff up for the most part grandmaster one two and three sure maybe not but normal and hard i don't think you'll have any issue but if you're like no leave me alone i don't want to play with other people stop shooting stuff stop moving well then this is not the game for you i think there's a huge difference between someone who enjoys playing solo and someone who wants left alone like if you're a solo player and you boot up and matchmaking doesn't bothering bother you and you're pretty adept at paying attention sticking with your team and having a good time then i think you stand to really really enjoy this game i think this game is gonna give you long hours of enjoyment but if you go in and you're annoyed by the fact that people are with you or you know storms can be pretty frustrating because they prime and they freaking debt like everything um and if you're a colossus colossus starts out and he's all detonation and it can be a little frustrating when you're playing with storms because they prime and dead everything and you kind of feel like a chump in the early game well i mean that changes with time and if you're smart and you pace your shots and you kind of sit back and you're more support and you debt their primes it can be really really fun so you just gotta you just gotta have to be aware and know that this is a game that is meant to be played with people uh and you're meant to enjoy it uh with the folks around you um and i don't think that's a bad thing i think you can really really enjoy yourself and really have a good time and i think too many people sometimes play a game like this and I don't, I, I never like telling somebody how to play, right? I'm not, I, I don't like doing that. But it's really, really hard to feel sorry for someone who comes into a game built around co-op who refuses to play with people or just wants to be left alone. It's kind of like, you're, you're not playing the right game, my man, you know? That's like buying Tomb Raider or Horizon Zero Dawn and being like, well, I was really hoping for co-op, you know, I'm just really not enjoying myself. I, you know, I, I think that you're playing the wrong game. So, time trip. Do you think, uh, oh boy, do you think there will ever be Destiny raid level mechanics or will the same stick with every, uh, or will it be the same stick with everything can be beat with randomly match made group? Well, I mean, you're saying that really, really early on. Like, I don't, I don't see everything Grandmaster Three being beat with just a match made group. I see, I see Grandmaster Three and other other pieces of content being being really, really tough. If you think you're just gonna, oh yeah, it's no problem, I got this. Um, you know, I, I think you're gonna struggle if you're just going in everything match made now you can play everything on hard match made you know no problem that's that's not i guess that's 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 pretty well uh, provable right now so that's why spectrum of difficulty is important for games like this 
Deacon Walker, do you think that anyone who is not able to play with early access will now have a change of heart about Anthem because they feel their loot grind will be longer and more frustrating? Oh, do you mean sensible and actually how the game's designed? Is that what you mean? You mean instead of cheesing it like a numbskull and getting everything at a breakneck speed and not actually playing the game you paid for? Is that what you mean? It's not going to be longer and frustrating. That's how the game's designed, right? Like, you're not supposed to be getting gear at the rate people were getting at. They were cheating. They, they were not playing the game as it's designed. Like, loot, loot pursuit games have a natural progression path that they were breaking, right? Like... No, it's not going to be longer and frustrating. You're going to actually enjoy the game you paid for. Like, what a concept, right? I spent $60, and instead of wringing the game out like a rag and throwing it over my shoulder after four days, I'm actually going to play the game at a healthy pace, listen to the dialogue, talk to the NPCs, do the side quests. What a concept, $60 of, of a game and actually playing it. This is a problem in gaming. We spend $60 for a game, and then we want to know. All right, all right, all right, all right, YouTuber. All right. Give me give me the lowdown. How do I not play this game? <laughs> it's, like, it's like someone should do a parody. What's up, guys? It's your boy Lono with another video. Gonna teach you how to not play a game you spend $60 on. I got shortcuts here, shortcuts there. You're barely gonna touch this thing. In easily 20 to 30 hours, you're gonna be bored, sick of it, and not wanting to touch it. You're gonna throw it over your shoulder like a continental soldier, and you're not gonna come back. You spent $60, and you're gonna be talking trash about this game in at least 48 hours on how crappy it is. Thanks for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. Like, that's YouTube in a nutshell. <laughs> like, stop playing video games that well. Stop it. Just stop it. You know, it's not longer and more frustrating. That's how you're supposed to play Anthem. It, that's it. You're supposed to do it. You're supposed to grind. You're supposed to go from normal to hard to GM1 to GM2. Like, you can get life and Fun and satisfaction out of it. Trust me, believe me. I've played Diablo 1, 2, and 3 and Borderlands 1 and 2 in the pre-sequel, and I've played Destiny the franchise for four years. You can get so much more enjoyment out of a game if you stop treating it like a piece of junk. You know? Don't be that kid. Don't oh, beat the snot out of your car Christmas morning and then it's broken in the corner and you're like, eh, it's crap, it's junk. Because you mistreated it, you know? <laughs> Look, Deacon Walker, I didn't mean to go in on you, okay? You submitted a question, and I think it's a good question because you gave me an opportunity to rant and rave and have some fun. So I'm not trying to take a chunk out of your face, but enjoy the game, man. I think it's good. I think the loot grind is addicting, and I'm already in love with it, and I've only been playing Javelin for 30 to 40 hours. So... That should give you a whole lot of confidence in, in, in if that's the type of game you enjoy. If that's the type of game you enjoy. Maybe this is off topic, but I've really been wondering about how solo-friendly Anthem is. Uh, already addressed this. Matchmaking for everything, and as long as you pay attention and work with your team, it's I think it's totally manageable solo. Grandmaster 1, you're probably maybe going to wait until you're really stacked because you're, just, you're not going to have potentially the team synergy that you want i think a great quality of life change they could put is the launch the launch deck i would call it the launching deck um here's your team 
uh, you know, here's your team that you're going to play with. And comms are on. Get this push to talk crap out of here. Comms are on by default. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm all prime. Yeah, maybe you should switch. Do you have a loadout for dead? Oh, I do. No problem. Let me switch, right? Oh, I'm a ranger. I'm going to run double dead if you're going to run double prime. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you can have multiple loadouts per javelin, and players could start to adjust their loadouts before going into matchmaking. Now, I know the load screens might make this more problematic than it's worth, but I do think something like that could be a wonderful value add later on so that matchmade teams cannot only have synergy but they can also educate each other on like how the game works what the frick are you guys talking about primers and detonators man i just got home from the butcher shop what do you mean nothing against butcher shops i have my favorite one down the road but you could be like oh dude yeah right now you're running a detonator and a primer what you want to do is you want to use that one first and then that one second right i'm running two primers so i'm going to be priming everything when you see stuff frozen use that detonator billy Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, you're going to be getting the word combo popping up a lot. Like, the community can kind of come together and educate itself. Tebow, thank you for your Prime sub. Thank you for the bits as well. Uh, Funky Loot Drops. Uh, That was surprisingly accurate. Thank you, and Nova, for the 100 bits. Thank you guys for the bits. I appreciate it very, very much. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for being here and partaking in the stream today. Uh, If you've been enjoying the stream, again, I don't ask for bits and subs, but I ask that you follow the channel. If you click the heart button, that's a free and easy way to support what I do. I appreciate all the contribution to the content today. Thank you. Um... Hyped Dutch. A lot of Anthem reviews from major gaming sites are quite negative. Do you think this will impact the player count and have people doubting uh, and acquiring this game? Here's the thing. Miniature Viking, thank you for your Prime sub. Here's the thing. Um, You're a butcher? I love butchers. That's where I get my ribeyes, dude. I don't buy freaking steak from the grocery store. Are you kidding me? I buy it from a butcher. Uh... I'm going to say something that is not like, I'm not trying to listen. I did that parody of YouTubers and like, I love M Tashed and have hung out with him. And I think he's cute. And I would, I'll let him buy me a cheeseburger someday. Cause he owes me one. But like, I'm obviously taking a dig at industry trends. People could take a dig at me, right? I get critical and complainy sometimes. People could do a character version of Lono very easily. I know that, right? I'm taking a dig at a trend in the industry. I'm not trying to like take shots or make or or like or insult people, okay? So what I'm about to say is a dig at the industry. There is a certain amount of there's a certain amount of click and, and money, click rate and money and, and relevancy that comes from being negative. And right now the narrative surrounding Anthem is is negative. So people giving into that and people kind of promoting that, it isn't surprising. Okay? This is what I said you know, yesterday. This idea that negative reviews are somehow more trustworthy, I don't know where this idea started because YouTubers and review outlets stand to get more clicks and more more revenue when they're negative right I mean this is this is easy to see go to any YouTube channel and look at their negative reviews and look at their positive reviews and you will quickly see a a, a, an alarming trend like an alarming trend of they make they, they they stand to make you know more money from negativity. Now, what this doesn't mean is I'm not trying to be the inverse of the person who calls me a shill just because I say a game is good, right? I'm not trying to be the inverse trash parrot of being like, well, if it's negative, it's probably not trustworthy. I'm not trying to do that. What I'm trying to say is we need to you need to always take every review in that context, right? You, you th- there's always there's always that element going on. 
they stand to make money and clicks and relevancy from being negative. So maybe I should take this with a grain of salt, okay? Personally, I think the best content creators are the ones that highlight both. If you get out your one-string banjo of negativity and hate and 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 misinformation and clickbait, to me, I think your voice should start to get a whole lot more silent and less trustworthy. That's my opinion. You can formulate your own opinion. I happen to think the people that are like, here's the good, here's the bad, you make up your own mind. I think those types of content creators are far more trustworthy. And I'm not just saying that because that's my approach. I'm saying that because I think that approach is far more balanced and better for the viewer to make up their mind. I like I make my content that way because I feel like that's the best way to handle the subjects. Right? I and I also think there's just a propensity to see negatives because like what are you gonna say? I mean, yeah, the graphics are good. Well, that's not what people want to know. People don't, don't want to know if the graphics are good. They want to know how's the gameplay, how's the longevity, how's the grind, how's the blah, blah, blah. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why they tend to go negative. Um, as Eugene is saying, Eugene is making a good point. If you see a positive review, you're not really likely to watch it. You're like, nah, I don't really care. I know people are going to like the game. That's not what I, that's, that's not what my question is. My question is, does the game, do, you know, does the game have flaws and how bad are the flaws? And I think that's one of the reasons it goes that way. And the problem is, is that, that trend in the industry leads a lot of videos to focus on the negative and never talk about the positive. I mean, how many times a day have people come in and yesterday and been like, Lono, I really appreciate the fact that y- you, you do highlight the negatives and you do make criticisms, but you don't sit on those and then that's not all you focus on. You focus on everything. You don't just focus on the negative. I think that trend in the industry makes people get very, very one-sided and I think that leads to people making false conclusions about a game. So... I'm not taking shots at people when I say that. That's just a trend in the industry. And if you're aware of that trend, I think sometimes the negativity might... Ooh, a masterwork. I think that negativity might not get as much of a foothold in your mind while still informing your opinion. Um, so... Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on down here, but I want to be a part of it freaking mayhem is happening and I'm not a part of it uh, let me go to the next question next question is is there a max amount of masterworks and legendaries you can equip similar no uh uh-uh. uh nope you can have all masterworks all legendaries there is no limit your rank as a player is related to your score so eventually you will be a legendary javelin you will have the rank of legendary which will more than likely come from basically having all legendaries on uh, I would think um, and you can have all masterworks on and have you know your your ranking will change that's something that I think is really really cool I love the fact that they do that it's not just like here's your your gear score no your gear score adds adds up and if you got enough masterwork stuff on you're gonna be a masterwork level javelin you're gonna you're I'm an epic I'm an epic level javelin because I have so much purple stuff on I think that is a very smart way to make people feel because like think about it you grow an affinity you're like dude I want masterworks I want exotics I want this I want that well your affinity for those ranks you start to get that assigned to you as well and I think that's really cool vicious spell in regards to a healer class what if your combo effect or ult caused damage to enemies that healed allies regardless of distance 
I mean, I love that you're getting creative, but they don't want to do a healer class, so it's not really worth discussing. I don't want to, like, shove you off the platform really fast, but, like, I just, they're, they don't want to do it, so kind of don't matter. Uh, you know, I, the, a lot of breath and time gets, gets spent on Q&A, and I'd rather spend it on stuff that is likely to happen or maybe help, you know? So, your creativity uh, is not in doubt, but I think that they've made it clear they don't want to do this, so it's kind of pointless to talk about. So, uh, Juox1 says, I wonder if they are waiting for the 22nd to deploy a huge patch instead of implementing small patches every day to fix it. Am I, uh, any thoughts? I'm loving the game, by the way. Well, yeah, there's a really big patch coming on the 22nd, but they've already made changes to fix exploits and things now. They've already adjusted. They have already adjusted the... Uh, the chests, and I believe they're going to get adjusted again. They've already adjusted the tomb mission. That's like a thing that happened. That that's already taken place. That's not something that's like that, that you have to wait on. Um, so yeah, they've already they're already able to do that. I mean, that was something that I you know Michael Gamble made clear on Twitter. He was like, "That's the beauty of this system, is that we can make these changes and." we can we can then you know make these changes on the fly to the game to fix problems that become super apparent like a cheesing of like a you know people cheesing the freaking grandmaster chests they made that change within 24 hours i think they're going to make another adjustment i honestly do i think they're going to make another adjustment uh could armor sets from the next question here comes from the the kraz could armor sets uh work in this game like if you have these two components and the ability of three piece and set bonus i think they could do set bonuses i would i would slate that down the road a piece you know that could be something they do for a season you know hey this cataclysm is awarding you know is awarding loot from a set bonus of of forged in darkness and the forged in darkness set is really cool it's all black stuff it's all like smoky and you know if you get all these things and you wear all these things you get like set bonuses that adds you know, little, all of the, all of the inscriptions maybe get a little bit of a buff if, you know, if you're wearing them all. Things like that. I could definitely, uh, get down with that. 100%. So, um, you first, to the guy in chat. Uh, Cynic Gaming, on the reward level of legendary contracts, what do you think about the chest at the end of each stage? Um... uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think legendary contracts are are fine but i think what you really want to do is look at you know free play chest contracts legendary contracts as a spectrum and they get more rewarding the further up you go there's a turtle there's a turtle where are you going bro i've not seen a turtle before now i mean i have in real life but i mean i've never i'm not seen a turtle in the game this is a freaking turtle man Alright, um, sorry. Uh, we're getting caught up on silliness. <laughs> we just got up. See what I'm saying? I just got a masterwork from a, from a world chest. Like, I just... I... That, that just shouldn't happen. I mean, I, I, I genuinely, genuinely don't think that should happen. I, I, I think that it should tear. As I was just like so serendipitous that that just happened. I just don't think you should be... Um, that turtle just gave me a masterwork, I think. Um, clickbait the video. The first, the first, uh, the first turtle in the game to give me a masterwork. That's I'm gonna make that video. Um, I think that you know, 
it should tier you know free play events and things like that should uh you know they should be they should be giving you rewards at a certain interval and then when you up grandmaster obviously grandmaster is then engaging with you know that that level of drop rate you know grandmaster one one two and three etc and then you know it tears up from there you know contracts a little bit more rewarding legendary contracts a little bit more rewarding strongholds really rewarding and then the drop rate increase from grandmaster one two and three just comes down on top of an already existing spectrum do you see what I'm saying? Like, you're not you're not creating like this unrewarding, oh well if you're at the bottom, you don't get anything. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is it just should tier way more smart way more intelligently in a smarter fashion. I don't know. I just shouldn't be getting the the the, the rate of masterworks that I've been getting. I don't know. I should be ending a really long free play session and feeling that it's rewarding, but it shouldn't feel more rewarding than the legendary contracts I did this morning. It shouldn't feel more rewarding than the Grandmaster one stronghold that I did. It just shouldn't. That's not... To me, I don't think that's good for the spectrum of the game's engagement and incentive. You know, in Destiny, we had this problem when folks could get, you know, raid level gear uh, from... The, the tower and without running the raid that's a that's a loot incentive problem you undercut basic loot incentive when you make loot too accessible and the end game content not really you just don't feel like well what's the point I can just run free play do you see what I'm saying uh mentat canis is there a way to get a team on a control point because it's annoying when uh it takes so much more time because your team is clueless um yeah I mean maybe they could add something that's like cause here's what happens right they'll be like stand on this point and then there's a giant rock in your face and on the other side of the rock down there there's a bunch of dudes spawning so the natural inclination of the player is I wanna go on the other side of this rock and make the boom booms happen like you see what I'm saying (laughs) like no sit behind this rock and wait for all of them to swarm you okay so what happens is everybody leaves the waypoint, everybody leave, you know, leaves the spot, and then goes and makes the boom booms happen, and then you're left standing there like, sweet man, I'm glad you guys are getting all them combos. I sit back here and you know, I'll you're you're the person that's doing the work on the group project, right? <laughs> you're the one doing all the work for the group project, you know, and they're they're getting credit for it. I, I get it, I get it. They're getting to have fun, and you're you're the one that's getting this. You sit back on the waypoint. They could do something to where like maybe as a team, every time a combo is going boom, and as long as somebody's standing on the point, maybe that gives a little boost to it, and maybe you're getting you know, credit, maybe something's popping up and saying, hey, you know, you're getting rep, or you're getting XP because you're willing to sit on the on the thing, what in the frick is that? Why is he in a shield? What's happening? Um, you know, I, I they could do something like that. I, I have felt that pain of like could we all please come stand on the thing, please? You know, I have felt that 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 pain uh, periodically. Definitely, uh, could see them uh, doing something about that and saying, no, 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 no. You know, you're not going to be able to. And once again, this guy's taking no damage from me. That, that that I literally was doing my lightning attack, and that guy was taking zero damage from me. I don't I don't know why. Um, he should have lost almost all of his shield. I had I had my Fuhrer all the way up to give my elemental damage more damage, and he was just taking no damage whatsoever. 
Uh, I don't know what was going on. He's a storm brute. So is he immune to electricity? Is that why I didn't do any damage to him? I thought it was lag or something. I have. To, I guess you have to just shoot their shields down. They take zero electricity damage. So the game should maybe educate me there and have the word immune popping up or something so that I don't have to rely on stream chat. Like, it seemed like it was lag because he was also disappearing and reappearing. So that made it difficult for me to know that that was what was going on. But now that I know that, I'll shoot their shields first uh, and then I guess do it after. Estimated profit. I was watching another streamer chase loot last night and they would kill an Ash Titan and intentionally wipe. Upon respawn, the Titan reappeared. Rinse, repeat. Do you think this type of grinding will kill the directory? I do. It's kind of mind-numbing and boring. There's a difference between... I'm going to make a parallel here. There is a difference between watching me farm for the Imago loop and having it elude me and that becoming this... You're, you're as invested in the grind as me, right? You are as invested in the grind as me. You want to see it, you know, it happen. You want to see it happen, okay? Well, that that kind of brings you along in the journey with me. And when you're watching somebody farm, you know, for Masterworks, and they're they're in there, and they're doing it, and they're getting them to drop, and they're getting legendaries and stuff to drop, you kind of become part of the journey. Thanks, babe. You kind of become part of the journey, Okay. Cheesing, as as estimated profit has said, it's kind of mind-numbing to watch somebody play basically the game wrong. How how much celebration can you can you really have with someone who didn't really earn it? They basically cheated. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that would be like saying, "Oh look, man, you got to level nine. Level nine takes such a long time to get to." No, he didn't. He put in a cheat code. Oh. Well, I was going to ask you, you know, how did you get there? What was your strategy for level 7 and 8? But, yeah, you just cheated. There's no journey. There's no story. Like, we have a story to tell about the Imago Loop. Why? Because I sought after it. And I don't think that happens when people cheese. So, I'm glad that the cheeses and the exploits are getting taken away. I think it's garbage. Like, I'm not slamming content creators, okay? But I think it's bad content. It's not entertaining. It's, and I know people are like, well, lots of people are watching, right? And here's why: it is a punctiliar form of entertainment, right? They are only there to see the drops. Once the drops are seen, it's over and done with. There's no burn. There's no fire. There's no. There's nothing that's being fostered by that. You're like, oh, cool. Yep, we've seen all of the drops, we've seen all of the masterworks, we've seen all the legendaries. There's literally no reason to watch, right? There, there's, there's no reason to watch now. The interest is in a very narrow form of satisfaction. As opposed to watching somebody slowly grind and you're like, okay, cool, that's about how long it'll take me to get good gear then, that's not too bad, I can't wait to get home tonight and play, oh, I really like your build, I'm gonna try and get that too, I'm gonna chase that, that seems really neat. There's just, I think there's so much more of a romance that comes from that. And again, I've just played a lot of Loot Pursuit games and I've watched a lot of directory trends and I think there's far more to be gained by that, right? Um, I, I think that there's far more to be gained by that. The Russian community just hates this game. Well, I mean, if if we if we didn't have to deal with 
you know, a constant flood of, of view botters on the chan- on the platform either. Thankfully, we you know, it's been relatively uh, clean today. And surprise, surprise, when that's not going on, we have a really big day and get great exposure opportunities. What a freaking concept. Um, you know, I think that's bad for the directory as well because they're not interested in the game. They're just trying to take advantage of a new game. Uh, and that's bad too. So people that try to bleed a game dry of, of relevancy don't understand how to create and foster uh, relevancy and content. They're just trying to bleed the game dry of relevancy and content. And that's why I said they wring it out like a rag and then throw it over their shoulder. It's a problem in general with gaming, but it's also a problem on Twitch. Hey, how's everybody doing? I'm a really big streamer and I play new games every couple of weeks. What's this new game? Yeah. Oh yeah. Really rang that one out. Cool. Throw it over your shoulder. And the lion's share of the people that get exposed to the game get such a disproportionate skewed view of the game and then don't fall in love with it and then they leave with the streamer. They don't they don't become a fan of the game. They don't become a fan of Anthem. They don't become a fan of watching Anthem. They're just like yeah, I, we yeah we watch so and so ring the game out like a rag, and now there's really nothing to there's why why bother watching? We've seen everything, right? Oh, there's a new activity, there's a new cataclysm. Cool, here come the exploiters and the cheaters. Yep, just gonna squeeze it. Oh yeah, we got all the new stuff. Yeah, it's over in 48 hours. Thanks. See you. Bye. Bye. And then it's 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 adios. So. I'm glad that BioWare is sensitive to that and they made fixes really, really fast because I think that's better for the directory. Um, And truth be told, I don't want to sound like anybody's dad here, but those content creators are probably going to create better content now. Like, they're going to rise to their potential and not deal with such like a low level of content. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know? Do it. Do more. Do more with your content than cheesing and exploiting, and I think your audience will be will be grateful for that, and so will the directory and the rest of us. You know, I'm being a little bit of a dad, <laughs> dad rage. <laughs> yeah, I'm being a little bit of a dad, a little bit. You're better than that. You know, you're better than a service stream. You're better than a stream of just you know of of just cheeses and exploits. Do more. Do more than that with your stream. Gwyn's first night. Hey Lono, do you think we will get another world like Destiny? I mean, th- this is this is unlikely any time in the future. I don't think we're going to like get in a rocket ship and leave where we are. I, I think they would expand the map. Uh, Zweihander, uh, what are your thoughts on the current chat system or lack thereof? For instance, it's really disheartening when I get in quick play and it's bugged and it could be fixed or jumped in the lava and die, but the rest of my team doesn't know because they're all the way. Okay, so voiceover IP is on by default, but it's pushed to talk. I would strongly encourage them, strongly encourage them. Uh, this is another change that I think should be made before we get to uh, launch day. Uh, I think they should have it not be pushed to talk uh, out of the gate because I think people should naturally just hear each other right away. Um, and I know some people are like, no, I don't want to hear anybody. Well, then you can go in and toggle it. But. I think being like, yo, yo, homies, homies, come, come get me, come get me. You guys are running right past me. And they're like, oh, sorry, bro. You know, we were just looking at the thing that was telling us to fly to the next area, right? It's real easy for that to happen. I think a lot of people probably don't mean to leave you behind. They're not like, sucker. I, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think people are doing that. I think people are literally like, oh no, gotta go, gotta fly, gotta fly, gotta get ahead, don't want to get teleported, and then you get left behind. Um, so, I think voice chat should just be on by default without. Um, without it needing to be pushed to talk. I think that would save a lot of people a lot of heartache. 
Throne says, best guess, any speculation on when the 22nd the patch would be applied? I would think um, there would be an update pushed whenever the servers go live. You boot up, you download the update. Now, they may have a preload earlier that day or the night before. Uh, there's that's, that's, that's certainly possible. I actually don't know. Um, you know, the, the preload for the game may come with it, may come with the day one patch, or you'll boot up that day. And um, when you boot up that day, it'll make you download an update. And it could be, it could, it, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it might be sizable. So this is the one that has two, uh, two chests. I remembered this, I remember this area once having two chests. And uh, we got two this time. That's pretty cool. I didn't get a masterwork though. But my luck's been really good today. So I'm, I am not allowed to complain about my RNG because it's been stupidly good today. <laughs> uh, it's been stupidly good uh, today. Andy, do you think Colossus is underpowered compared to the other Javelins? No, no. I feel like very, very strong, and I'm in Grandmaster 1. I got a great build, and I felt strong the whole game. Stunlock makes him feel kind of bad, and they're you know making his shield come out faster, which will help. But overall, those aren't problems with his strength or his power. Those are sort of separate issues, I would say, that are more... That has more to do with combat rhythm than his strength and his power. It does make him feel like a chump, though, um, a lot of times. Only Koala. Do they finally fix the annoying exploit where people could farm the mysterious beginnings and bugged uh, storm ults? No, bugged storm ults is getting fixed on the 22nd, uh, so people can still do that nonsense. Um, and the chests are supposed to have a greatly diminished drop rate, but I've already gotten two just today, uh, so... They need to. I think they just need to take the chance of masterworks out of non-event chest. It just. I don't know. It just shouldn't be a thing, in my opinion. It seems kind of silly. Um, it, it's you're not doing anything. Masterwork items are some of the best items in the game, and you're doing nothing. You know. I. I don't. It, it. If it's a drop rate, it should be so low that if it happens, you're like, oh my gosh, that's like a unicorn, right? That almost never happens, and it's crazy. And then video. And then that's when the videos go live. Look, oh my gosh, I got a one from a chest, and you're all your friends hate you and kick you out of the group. You know. Uh, MD Sinister, I'm usually turned off by the lack of switching weapons during free play. Do you think it is a hindrance to the game? No, it's not because um. I think there is a certain element of like you pick your loadout, you go out and you kind of test it and you try it. Okay. But being able to like change, I get it. Like I had a loadout that I really hated and I just kind of, I just kind of dealt with it. I was weaker. Uh, I was definitely weaker and having, and having a hard time. Um, and, and not enjoying the combat, but it made me experiment. You know, I tried some different things and it was enough to then strongly conclude, I don't like this build, this build is dissonant. But it definitely enumerated for me a potential build for, you know, the future. Because it created this idea of like, well, I have a ranged, you know, debt, and I have a, a close range primer. I had like a dissonant build. Well, that made me know like, oh, well, I could do a ranged build and this, this, this ranged debt, which originally the, you know, mortar burst is not a detonator but as a masterwork it was that's kind of a cool concept I wouldn't have even thought of that if I wasn't trying it out big booty bad dragon do you think anthems matchmaking should be more in depth should we get uh, or wouldn't get four people having the same uh, so we wouldn't get four people having the same valkyries (laughs) what Uh, same javelins 
the matchmaking, I think, tries to do that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun when that happens. Like, don't overthink it. <laughs> I got into a game and I was like, hey, we're all Colossus, you know, and we're all doom, 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 you know, storming around at the beginning. But again, this is where maybe the launch pad could come into play. If you're all, like, let's say you're all, it's for Colossus, okay? If everybody's running Detonator, that's going to be a problem. So being able to say, okay, wait a minute, this will be fun running, a, you know, a four thick boy build, but let's let's change things here. I'll, I'll put on some primers um, so that we're not, you know, we're not dead in the water here when it comes time to combo. Uh, Alan Kid, do you think Anthem is a game that is worth playing for the next five years? I don't have a crystal ball, homie. I think it's fun right now, and I think the rhythm of content's good. I think if you like games like this, there's a lot to do, and if you imba- if you embrace the rhythm and the the delivery of content, I, I think they can continue to expand on the experience. Uh, and then we've got games like Destiny 2 and Division 2 kind of bounce between. Gorilla Sillin says, uh, is there a restart progress in Anthem to go back... I want to go back and slow roll the game after rushing the 10-hour Xbox trial. My fault for rushing. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I don't think there is a way right now. Or maybe a delete your save thing? I don't know. Uh, we had a, a Prime sub from Tyler, uh, and then a Prime sub from Dragon Turtle Pam. Thank you very much. That was a heck of a name. Uh, Rain the Dark. In Anthem, you can collect as much loot as you want in the session, or is it like Destiny 2 where you can only hold... Yeah, no, you hit a limit. I hit that limit a couple times a day. It's 50. Uh, so, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, and uh, when you hit 50, you go back. You don't want to get so close to 50 if you're farming for purples, uh, because purples don't go to the Postmaster. You will lose them. Uh, so make sure if you're farming for purples, you don't uh, you don't leave yourself in a, in a position where things might get left behind. Now purples are quickly un, un you know unbeneficial to you. So if you're getting to a point where you're farming that long, and you have that many purples, missing out on one or two, it ain't gonna hurt you that bad. But just keep an eye on it. How do you keep an eye on it, Lono? That's a great follow-up question, Lono. Uh, you go in here to your map and go over to Tracked, and you go right here to your backpack. So right now I'm at six by eight. So I'm, <laughs> I'm at, uh, I'm close. I'm close. We're we're getting ready to go back to the uh, to the old fort there because uh, I need two two more drops, and I'm gonna be at uh, I'm gonna be at I'm gonna be at my max. So um, yeah. You want to keep an eye on that because I, I don't want to miss out on purples just because I can break them down for loot. Uh, not a huge deal, but you definitely don't want to, you know, and there's a blue. I, I didn't want to pick that up because that blues are trash right now for me, like literal trash. Uh, it'd be cool if you could prioritize and not pick up blues since they're just going to take up room when you're looting. Uh, you could definitely, you know, leave those behind. Those are not needed for me right now. That'd be a cool toggle. Um, that would be a very, very nice toggle. I'm trying to shock this guy. There we go. Get the frick down. Got him. Nice. Next question. Sibin, hey, Lono, do you think being able to swap abilities and weapons on the fly uh, would be uh, a hindrance to the game? I don't think you want people doing that. It's a min-maxing game with matchmaking for all activities. 
Uh, you don't want people basically going into activities and constantly loot gazing and navel gazing. I know they're a little too pushy with the get to the next section, get to the next section. I think they're too pushy with that. Uh, but, but I do think that they could, uh, they could make things worse and run in the opposite direction and constantly people having like, I'm in my inventory, man. Hang on, man. Hang on, man. Y'all, I'm just checking my builds. Hang on, man. And then everybody's standing around freaking waiting. You don't want that either. Uh, edit says, maybe uh, you were getting so many masterworks because of the luck stat. Also, when do you plan to play with your ranger? I think once I'm once I'm satisfied with my Colossus, which I don't know when that will be, but I love kind of extending my play sessions, right? Like, starting a ranger is going to be really really fun and I'm holding that I'm kind of holding it and I haven't touched storm and I haven't touched interceptor so much value and longevity for this game if you play it right uh speedy 87 what can bioware uh do to create engagement investment in the loot I feel it's lacking then I don't know which drops yield which items since the giant pool at the end of free play submission read the stats I mean you don't need your handheld I, I think the stats and, and the perks explain exactly what you're getting and I think the loot's actually very interesting I have a masterwork gun right now that when I shoot elites it gives my elemental attacks a buff and after I do that I push them with shock coil and my shock and my freezing effect is stronger um, I don't know. That wasn't that hard for me to figure out as a strategy. I read the stats and just kind of was like, oh, that'll be fun to try. And I tried it and it was awesome. I feel a stronger sense of attachment to my build and excitement when it comes th- through self-discovery. Um, I, I don't know. Now, as far as which things can drop which stuff, I get that. There's just loot falling out of everything and you're kind of like, what should I focus on? Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? You know, if you're getting loot, oh, I can't get I can't get my elite buff on any of these guys. There's no elites. Uh, there's no elites. This is going to be rough. These guys, um, I'm going to try something. I'm going to try something. My auto cannon gets a buff the longer it's shooting stuff. And, ooh, that was good on his shield. Let me try it on this guy's shield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? I got a nice alternative for these guys. I got a nice auto cannon that gets a good buff the longer it's shooting a target. Um... Yeah, dude. Yeah. This is nice. This is nice. This feels good. And now he's on his death doorstep combo. Get the frick down. Yep. Satisfying. You know? I just... I don't know. Like, what I just did. I know that this auto cannon gets a huge damage buff the longer it's shooting targets. And I'm like, okay, so if they're resistant to shock, let me use this on him. Like, this guy right here. Let me see how fast I can take down his shield. By myself. Not bad at all. That's not bad. And then I push him, I shock him, I freeze him, I slam him. Then I switch to my other gun. Now I'm feeding my elemental damage. So when he gets back up, hi, how you doing? I just got a damage buff against you. There you go. Nice to meet you, dude. Now I'm getting Veteran's Fury again for my elemental damage. Oh, you're unstunned? Okay, hang on a second. You know, talk about stun lock. Get freaking wrecked, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that you're going to sort of deduce from just reading your stats and coming up with plans. And I think it's way more satisfying when you do that. Easy E. Once you unlock weapons and rare blueprints, do you need to wait until your epic uh, uh, GS before epic blueprints are flow from the challenges? I mean, not necessarily. I think you upgrade to the epic. I'm at the loot limit, and I lost a purple because of it. No big deal. Uh, once you're at the epic, the I wish I could go in here and make space. Like, no, let me delete these whites at the very least, because that's three whites that at this moment would free me up, and then I could go back to the tower. I'm not gonna die on that hill, but I think that's that'd be a good value add. 
that'd be a good value add. Let me at least delete the whites in menu. Um, sorry, I need to go to the map to exit. I'm doing the wrong thing. There we go. You unlock blueprints, blueprints, the epic blueprints through doing the faction grinds. Like you raise up the the faction grinds. Hobbit, my girlfriend's excited about the game uh, and this type of grind. She played Destiny and she didn't really like that grind and felt it was too hardcore. And she sees Anthem and loves the way everything is simplified while still being complex with builds and the abilities. Do you think Anthem will appeal to a casual base while having complex aspect for hardcore players and wanting a perfect balance? Okay, here's the thing. Your girlfriend is a great testimony to the value of having difficulty spectrum and loot dropping everywhere because she can play the game and feel like I'm getting dope stuff and that's a sense of accomplishment from her and then you got the hardcore guy that's like I'm rank 30 I'm doing grandmaster 2 I'm looking for this legendary I'm looking for that legendary I got all these masterworks completely different experiences but they're both enjoying the game right this is a really, really nice uh, attack. It heals me when I hit, and I, it's got a 23% damage buff for itself, and then it helps repair electricity and support speed. So this is when you start looking at the inscriptions, right? Like, this is a great... I already have one of these, but that inscription could help. That 23% damage might be nice, because this is an LB attack, I believe. No, I think it's R. I think it's RB. I take that back. I think it's RB. Oh! I got a Colossus component. These are these are what you really, really want. Okay. Synchronized frame. Increases heavy assault launcher damage by 5. Defeating an enemy increases RB damage by 60% for 5 seconds. Uh, okay. Wow. That's nice. Because RB is mowing through the guys at a pretty regular uh, tick rate. So that's a really, really nice component. So... Uh, next question from Lloyd. Have you checked the crafting system in depth yet? Uh, thoughts or of improvements? I think it's fine. Um, I think it's fine. I think that there's plenty to do and plenty to create. I don't have any issues with it yet. Rain the Dark. Can you choose which javelin you want to play with at the start or do you have to set javelin to unlock? No, yeah. You do the tutorial with the ranger. You go back to the tower. Uh, you go back to the tower. Ha ha ha. You go back to the fort, and when you get back to the fort, you can pick one of the four javelins. I strongly encourage you to not pick interceptor right away unless you played the demo and you understand the interceptor. I think the ranger or the storm is your best bet for starter classes. I think they're really, very, really fun. They're accessible, and they're 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 good. I think the I think the colossus is good once you understand him. I think his builds take a little bit of time and a little bit of tweaking, and I think the interceptor is the most challenging to kind of figure out and the flow but also has a very very high damage ceiling for the skill payout so again uh, you can choose between any of them and just do that once you're back at the fort the last question from the angry Texan uh, what? How do the weapons feel? Are there clear archetypes that are just better than others, or are all archetypes viable? Weapons seem to get their footing the most when they're masterwork and they're complementing your build, uh, like the gun that I was just using that was feeding me elemental damage buff, and then I use my elemental damage. There's also guns that get like big buffs from ever uh, from whenever they are doing. Um, from whenever you're floating, that's clearly designed for the storm. Clearly designed for the storm. So there are weapons that are designed that way. If you're here live right now, you've enjoyed this segment, I'm going to keep streaming. I am not shutting down. So if you want to keep talking and going back and forth, you can keep submitting questions in chat. I'm just going to end the official segment, okay? So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live. I'm probably live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Just look up say no to rage. You can follow me on Twitter as as well at say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you listening or watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.